Hello and good morning. We just want to apologize for our tardiness. Normally, I, you know how I am, a little bit ADD. I start these shows on time. We are a few panel members down as we wait for a few guys to come in here. I'm not sure if they're going to be late or just miss the show entirely, but uh, we do have um, a, an amazing show ready for you. It is our Halloween episode, uh, which, of course, we're going to be talking about our favorite scariest games, what we are playing currently, and a few hot button topics. And uh, like I said, as we wait for everyone to kind of just funnel in here, let's get into some of the introductions. And we're going to welcome back a very good friend of the show. He is actually one of the first people I asked to be a regular panel member here. You know him as the trophy hunter. I know him as a very, very good friend. Please welcome back BitCloud Gaming. Yes, sir. Good to be back for sure, man. For sure, man. What kind of low applause was that, sir? I don't understand. I didn't hear that through your mic. Oh, I'm, it's the RTX voice. It's the RTX voice. It's definitely good, good to be back. I've been too focused on content, been focused on a few other things, but uh, thank God I was able to go to sleep on time so I can get up. I was like, oh man, I, I can't. Well, def definitely show. appreciate you being here for sure. <laughs> and like I said, we're gonna we're gonna like I said, if, if anyone's in the chat and uh, and you've worked with me before and you want to jump in here, we do have some spots. Again, we don't know where Dreadpool is. We don't know where Crispy Bomb is. They should be here momentarily. Uh, but if they're not here and you want to jump in and be, uh, you know, be a part of today's show, just reach out to me through DM, which I have opened, and we will get in on that. But next up, you know him representing the PlayStation Nation, wearing his own merch to promote the trophy room. Please welcome Mr. Bad Bits. Hello, hello. This morning has been a magical one. We we, we got the model suit, everybody. It's great. Nice. It's nice. nothing but up from here, man. This is anything like the worst thing could happen. And I'd be like, well, you know what? I got the Into the Spider-Verse suit. So like <laughs> it, it's a win from here. Yeah. You know? Well, what, what what does that suit mean to you? A whole lot. <laughs> I mean, it, it appears to by itself is inspirational, but that that suit adds another level to it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like we go back to like that movie itself, meaning just absolutely everything to me, uh, and like getting me out of my one of my deepest uh, funks that I've been in, and man, like seeing Miles there and having the same animation work. Uh, of the movie translated into the game itself just makes it feel so authentic even down to like when you're fighting people you'll actually see like uh like bam exclamation point like shown above your action like it's so fucking cool and miles again means so much to me and and just through even the the, the art perspective of, of that movie just man it, again having everything insomniac having everything like them translating it perfectly onto their game is just it's on another level there we don't deserve them you know well i mean i wouldn't say we don't deserve them what i'm going to say is that if you if you're not a fan of their work by now then i i gotta say you you, you may want to check your taste buds uh because mm -hmm. I, I i mean listen i understand maybe ratchet and crank uh, clank may not be a thing I get that maybe Sunset Overdrive wasn't your thing, but I mean, what could you say about Spider-Man? But my God, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It is it is uh, a revelation, at least in my opinion. It's it's one of this generation's 
uh, titles that you'll look back on. You know, once we're yeah. years and years into the PlayStation Five and play and Xbox uh, Series uh, models, you're gonna look back at the at at this particular generation. And say, you know, each each console had some bangers, had some really impressive work. Plus, especially in the third party, when you bring in The Witcher and you bring in a few other games like that. But Spider Man, at least for me, 2018 Spider Man is still magical it is still a masterpiece and what we're going to get mm -hmm. with miles i think is even even more impressive absolutely absolutely it's again i'm just you know it's and again mando season two's out it's just it's it's a good time to be joseph right now so i got it's been a good morning <laughs> yeah yeah i'm gonna watch the uh the first episode uh this evening with mrs boom uh and, and is there one coming on sunday as well I, oh God, I don't know, but if there is, yeah, because I, I thought they usually they do it on Friday, and that the new episodes are on Sunday. I could be mistaken because I I think they did that last year where you got two in the first weekend, and then it was one after one weekend after you know one per week after that. I, I have to I won't complain if they do that. You know what? Let, let's get into uh, while, again while we wait for the other panel members to get in here. Uh, let's uh, let's start off small uh, and let's start off with what we're playing, uh, what we're currently playing. You know, I'll go first. Uh, you know, I, I you know there, there there's a lot on the table. I don't think that we you know with the new consoles under two weeks away that you want to really jump into anything. Uh, for me, mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people are waiting on Watch Dogs Legions because they want to take advantage of the new hardware, which I get because the loading times. Man, they're tough. Not, not not during the game per se, but getting the game started. My God, the loading times, it feels like you're there for an eternity. That's something that we're going to completely move away from uh, when we move into the new ge uh, next generation. I, that I cannot wait for. Load times, people don't understand exactly how much time you waste yeah. uh, you know, waiting for games to load. And I, and I think that it's, it's going to be – I know this is going to sound like extra, you know, like really looking between the lines – but let's say, for instance, like I know a lot of parents who game, and I know a lot, a lot of parents that I that I deal with on a regular basis that their kids are young, and you know if you have young children, a lot of the times it's hard, you know. But what 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 do you what are your thoughts so so far on the, the loading uh, that's going to be changed, Joe? Uh, that's my biggest thing. I think you nailed it as well. When it turns to like. Um, you know, waiting all these long periods of time or waiting like this in-between moment between like, we're only a few weeks away. Do I really want to get into anything? That's been like a, a thing that I've had this whole month. I was just like, do I really want to get like invested in a game right now? Because in a few weeks, I'll be playing something else on the PlayStation 5 and my Xbox series. And like right now, uh, you know, I've been deep into Sea of Thieves, which okay. I got I to gotta show you a clip. I got to put it out there because we totally, oh, I like, we should report a murder because that's what we did. It's nuts. <laughs> Nonetheless, though, loading into that game, oh, my God, it takes like two years. You can yeah. literally make dinner, come back, and it's still loading. So, like, mm -hmm. it's it's that's going to be awesome that that's going to be practically eliminated. Yes. And having the same kind of not – completely level playing field but a not a steep um difference between xbox and like pc in terms of that game is going to be great because the loading is going to be that uh the, the ssd is going to be that much faster uh and you're going to get all that fps goodness is awesome uh, and just seeing what this means for games one to two years out 
you know we'll we'll still see where they're like going through like a crevice of a wall you know that hidden hidden loading screen for the past for the next a year or two but like how does game design change that's the thing i'm really looking forward to it's like how do devs take advantage of the no load times um that's what i'm really excited to see yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Uh, you know, let, let Big Cloud, what, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I know we're talking about what we're playing, and Watch Dogs is something that look, I'll, I'll say this before I get to you regarding the loading. Uh, the 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 if look, Watch Dogs Legions. I, I'm gonna have to say this right out of the gate. Uh, if you are a fan of the um, Ubisoft model, then I think you're gonna love this game. I think that if you are a fan of of Watch Dogs as a as an IP. You're going to love this game. If mm-hmm. those two things are taken off the table for you, you're probably not going to like this game. Um, it is very technical in the sense where you, it, there are gunfights, sure, but it's not the main crux of it. You, you are using technology to your advantage, and I, I got to tell you, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah. Like I said, the, the, one of the highlights for me personally was the protagonist in uh, Watch Dogs 2. Uh, which was, uh, you know, which Marcus, I thought right? yeah, Marcus was amazing. Uh, his 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 uh, NPCs around him uh, were amazing. They were all like really like they they each had such a different uh, characteristic to them. They made them so different. I, I I have statues of all of them, and I and it's one of my one of my favorite games. I put a significant time into Watch Dogs too. So that that's really what I'm I'm uh, invested in. Later on today, it's you know on Zemi's Twitch channel, we're going to be hearing him scream like a little girl potentially while we play the uh, new supermassive game, Little Hope, uh, which uh, that launched. I'm hearing today. good things. Yes, like, yes, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it, well, we 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 played man, we've beaten Man of Madon on his Twitch channel, I think four times so far. Mm, wow, uh, we've got yeah, we've gotten the best uh, the best ending, which got a hundred mm-hmm. points. We missed it by one mistake on killing everyone, which I was a little pissed because the guy died on the boat and we didn't get the the achievement didn't pop. So I wasn't sure if we they had to die on the ship or he had to die yeah. like as he was floating away. I don't know, but we didn't get it. I was mad because we wanted to murder everybody. Uh, for you, get Big Cloud. Uh, I mean, uh, are you are you? Is that one of the most exciting things for you besides new console? Of course, we're all excited for new hardware, but the mm. loading times being a thing of the past. Dude, that's always been the biggest crutch of console gaming is the loading time. Like if you play fighting games like Tekken 7, you have to wait like feels like 30 minutes per match, even especially yeah. when you add matchmaking on top of it. I love this. You know, I love the fact that they legit removed any restriction between you and your content. That's like the best thing going into uh, the next gen systems uh, in terms of what I've been playing. Me personally, I mean, <laughs> I've been addicted to Rogue Company. Uh and I did play uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion looks is really is really good, uh, but I honestly been addicted to Rogue Company. And uh, well, uh, who, who's your character? Uh, Rogue. Yeah. And Rogue, it's either Trench or I would say the medic. I'm really really good with Trench and the medic. Yeah, I like I the medic. Do, um, I have been using Dallas because you know they have the Doctor Disrespect DLC. I don't know who heard about it, but Doctor Disrespect is literally in the game as like a. I heard uh, that he was going to be in the game. That's pretty weird. Yeah, I got to be game. He's uh, they completely modeled a character character after him. He his personality, all the all the shenanigans he does online, the character does. Um, he even has his own map. So that backdrop that you see when he's like live streaming that red world is actually a map in the game. 
God. Oh my it's God. Crazy. It's really, that, really that's crazy. Crazy. I got to admit, that's pretty epic. I got to be honest with you. Um, but uh, I mean, listen, it, it's, it's all about having fun playing games. You know what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. social media aspect of gaming can get a little muddy. Uh, we've seen that, and uh, unfortunately, we've all been a part of it. Oh, wait till you get to the, the cooler parts, though, when you start live streaming. Remember how they, they made it super easy this time around with the live streaming? Aspect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I probably am not going to take advantage of that. I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm that's just not my bag. I'm you just more games a, on your uh, channel. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't really have a Twitch channel. I think I, I think I might have started one on, uh, here on YouTube. Like you just, uh, I don't know, talk about like gears or something like when the next gears or Halo or yeah, whatever like big acquisition comes. Yeah. Yeah. I, know, I, I know people have asked for it per se, but I, mm-hmm. I just I always feel like sitting behind the microphone, you know, talking with the community like this. Added is pressure. Better. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it, it added pressure. It, it's, you know, you got to you got to perform for the people. You know, it, I, I, I and plus yeah. I, I like news kind of a stuff you know yeah i know yeah i can't i like yeah it, it takes a lot like streaming for me like doing this is natural but like like streaming like gameplay like i'm gonna be uh dipping my toe in the water in november but like it takes a lot because you have to keep that energy right for, like, you multiple be, hours you don't want to be rude and just play pay all your attention to the game you got people saying hi hi, hi. you want exactly. to say hi back but you know i, I had that issue too it's like you know you know what i'm really hyped for too though uh especially with both consoles you remember how they even confirmed this with epic how they're able to drag and drop like props or pictures of yes. actual assets in here now this is going to pay a big picture and i know boom is hype for this game the sequel for this at least uh, star wars a uh, star wars jedi fallen order 2 yes when they get into actual props being used in this game better yeah. weapons, weapon customization with the lightsabers i can't wait for that type of stuff like, that's gonna be yeah i i think that um i don't want to say they played it safe i, I because i loved yeah. i loved what respawn did uh, I I have almost every I'm missing one achievement I think is what I'm missing, um, out of everything, and I loved everything that they did and I, I'm actually going to probably try and pl- I'll probably run through the game I know that it's going to run at 60 frames per second that's going to be a big difference yeah. so I'm looking forward to that uh, but I think that in the next one uh, we could see an expansion uh, of an epic epic proportion uh, simply because you know they they have the, er- everything that they need is there they have the the character they have the story. I think they can open up the world a little bit. Would be great. Maybe add some additional. Are you planets. expecting like the Force Unleashed type of thing for it? I would like to say, listen. I, I we've been hearing some talk about the Force Unleashed potentially being released in a two pack, uh, yeah. with for, for next gen system as as HD or I don't care how they do it. I will. I loved the Force Unleashed. That was fantastic. Yeah, um, I'm so wondering if they, they're they're building towards that, like with this newer character, like they might make because you know, obviously, store uh, Star Killer is canon. Yes, and he so, certainly is. Yes, um, this new character, you know, is also canon. So I'm wondering if he'll they'll cross paths some uh, in in some capacity because you know he pretty much led, you know, he destroyed the holocron. All the Jedi are basically, yeah. you know, left to fate at this point. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Star Killer is canon anymore you because Lucas. No, and he's technically in the expanded universe. Ah, okay, so yeah. like an elf world story type. Yeah, but they could definitely use his elements, and they've yeah. also Star Killer's voice actor. He voices now, like he's he's the voice of Maul in both the movies and the and the what you call it. You know, it'd be cool Shows. though if yeah. they had um, Master uh, Wind- Mace Windu. 
dude. Uh, those rumors of him of, of him having his own show, ju- just yeah, do it. For Jedi Fallen Order because you notice, oh. um, you notice how they uh, at the start of the game you find Falcons mm-hmm. starship at, in the grave in the uh, scrapyard. That's his starship, the one that fell in the uh, prequels. I don't know if you noticed that where he got shot down and it crashed. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. at the beginning, it was like already crashed, and the guy was like, "Holy, like crap! That's a Jedi fighter." Whoever, whoever whoever wrote this went out in a blaze of glory. He's basically talking about the prequel where he got shot down. <laughs> Damn. So well, it, it cool. would be pretty. It'd be pretty. I mean, I think we can all ad- admit that we want to see Mace Windu make a return, even if he's missing oh, yeah. a hand, because you know he lost a hand. So I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it, it it can happen in Star Wars. I mean, many people have lost hands. Luke Skywalker. So that's. Um, I I mean, he just got he got you know electrocuted out the window. Is he dead? I I didn't I'd like to say no. <laughs> he used the dark, dark side attributes, you know, like uh like a Sith, but he's a good guy. But yeah, yeah. it all it all depends on gravity at this point. But <laughs> yeah, no, it absolutely is. You know what? What I want to do is I want to open up the show because we are actually slow mo backslap is going to be joining us in a bit. Okay. Which is awesome because you know we can never get him on the show is always great. I want to open up with uh, some uh, a story that I pulled this morning, uh, and it's uh, you know obviously again it's 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 part of the bits and bytes section of this show, uh, and uh, it, it's a story about PlayStation more specifically Jim Ryan and and what he had to say about PlayStation VR. Uh, a little little surprising um, for me personally because obviously you know my love and uh, affection for that uh, you know that peripheral uh, VR and, and, and as a whole. Uh, and I'll say this, you know, one of the most exciting things for me as a PlayStation supporter isn't just the solid single player games. I mean, you can easily say that. I mean, obviously, you've heard me talk about their adult themed story driven first party games. I mean, we, we, you know, I love those things because I'm an old school cat. But it's mm-hmm. PlayStation VR that is something that I've been supporting since its inception. Um, so much so that, you know, I had the original. And then when they updated it with the uh, HDR pass through, I, I then sold my other one privately and then, and then re bought it again. And uh, I have over 50 games for it. I was, I haven't played it in a bit, but you know, like Iron Man was the last one that I played, which is fantastic. Um, and uh, w- you know, with that said, I, I had high hopes that PlayStation VR 2.0 that we've been hearing about would launch closer to the PlayStation five, Unfortunately, after some recent Jim, after this recent Jim Ryan interview that we're going to talk about, it looks like that is not, in fact, going to be the case for at least the first couple of years of the hardware. That's a little disappointing. Uh, Sony's uh, CEO Jim Ryan uh, sat down uh, with um, a, a video game. I'm not sure if it was Video Game Chronicles, but he sat down and he had a, a pretty interesting conversation. Actually, it was the Washington Post. Uh, that that he sat down with, and this is what he actually had to say. Uh, and uh, this statement suggests that the update to Sony's PlayStation um, headset, unfortunately, is years away. Uh, and this is this is a direct quote from Jim. He says, "I think we're more than a few minutes from the future of VR." Ryan told the Post, uh, "PlayStation believes in VR. Sony believes in VR, and we definitely believe at some point in the future." Uh, VR will represent a meaningful component of interactive entertainment. Now, will that be this year? No. Will that be next year? No. Will it come to, at some point, at some stage? We believe that. 
he notes that the upcoming PlayStation 5 will be released, obviously, November 12th, and which supports the old PlayStation VR headset, which I was lucky enough to finally get in and get my Damn. confirmation for my adapter, because that was a bit of a problem. It kept, it kept telling me that my serial number wasn't authorized, and I'm like, um, what are you talking about? This is <laughs> I, I've been using this. You guys know it. But it just was it was just because the um uh the website was getting bombarded. Now um according to the verge.com, another because they ran an article, it was based on the same on the same interview, but they had something interesting to say. Uh they said that uh, in recent years, Sony has been consistently cagey about its virtual reality plans. And in April 2019, PlayStation Systems architect Mark Cerny told Wired magazine that VR is very important to us, but didn't offer details. Now, Dominic Malaysian, a head of research and development, told uh, CNET that a new headset wouldn't arrive alongside the PlayStation 5, but uh, Malaysian uh, also seemed to take the next-generation PSVR for granted, discussing features like uh, eye-tracking and updated controllers. And last month, of course, Ryan called VR an unproven space, uh, that Sony will still uh, be in, interested uh, in, and they are really, according to Jim Ryan, really intrigued and excited for the future. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll go to BitCloud first. I don't know if you are a supporter like myself of PlayStation VR. I absolutely love it. I actually think their headset is uh, is on par, potentially right like neck and neck, because I, I have two types of VR. I have, you know, the Facebook... Um, VR headset, which is fantastic. No wires. It's amazing. Um, mm. and I, did, I did not get the 2.0 version. Uh, I have the old one from last year. I'm not going to... Oculus, uh, not the... the um, is it the Rift? I guess it's, it's the, the Oculus. Oculus. Yeah. Oculus Rift, yeah. Um, oh, my God. What the hell is it? What the hell's the name of the Oculus? Holy crap. I can't believe it. Yeah, Oculus Rift. Yeah, yeah. You're nailing it. Yeah. Oculus Rift, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I'm a big fan. For you, are 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 you are you disappointed that we're not going to see this at least for the next two years, or is this something you kind of expected? Like, did, did, maybe they just wanted to get the new hardware out the door, and then they'll worry about a second a peripheral uh, piece of hardware later on. I mean, we're just now starting, so obviously the main attention is to get the main system, the main unit out there, because you know now we have two, so you got to get those out there first. But as far as like the VR is concerned, the moment they announced that you get, you know, that you need to get the adapter, you know, you can register to get your adapter now for the console. That kind of yeah. already told you that, yeah, it's going to be a little off like until we get it. And the reason why it's going to be off is more than likely because Sony's going to be trying to aim for a wireless design. I've covered a few patents about that before in the past. They were looking for that type of solution and also two different type of controllers, as you guys already know. They basically use the move controllers from the PlayStation 3 to, you know, because, you know, yeah. it was easier mm -hmm. for them. It was, it was not, yeah. it wasn't, you know, they didn't have, the, they didn't have you buy none new. If you already had the move controllers, you were already halfway set, you know, for the actual unit. So it made sense. But for the newer one, you know, obviously they're looking for newer things. Obviously, haptic feedback's a big deal. I mean, I don't know if you guys seen the DualSense controller, how the triggers are reacting. I Joe actually has mm -hmm. one, uh, which is great. Uh, I'm picking yeah. mine up today at noon. Uh, as soon as well, the show is done, I'm heading over to pick up all my peripherals. Joe, um, Joe can confirm for you. If he picks up the controller and he like bends the trigger at a certain angles, he'll feel the different uh, clicks to it. 
that type mm-hmm. of stuff is uh, going to be a big deal for VR in the future. Yeah. And obviously, 3D audio is a, another big thing that they're probably going to build this around as well, obviously. So sound is another big key component in VR. So I, I see this definitely, you know, not a big setback at all because, again, we're just now starting the gen. But we'll we'll get it when we eventually get there. Obviously, that's when the bigger, more focused games for PS5 and Series X really start coming out for about like a you know two years or so. Because you know we have cross gen games right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Joe, before I get to you on on it, let me just catch up with some of the outstanding super chats that have come in. We have Alex Cullian. He drops a very generous five dollar super chat. First one of the day. Thank you, Alex. Definitely appreciate you being here, and of course your generosity. He says, "Good Friday. Let's get going." And uh, we got Hank Dang dropping a $2 super chat. Thank you, Hank, for the generosity. He says, give me some sugar, baby. <laughs> and, of course, he's talking about my favorite film of all time. Evil. Well, Evil Dead 2 is probably my favorite film, but I believe that is from Evil Dead 3. Um, I thought uh, um, it was so of Darkness is really what it's from. Not th- so much 3, but... Yeah, that's one. Again, my brother and I, uh, Neo Mental, went to see uh, that film during a blizzard. It was literally just me and him sitting in the theater. Uh, if, uh, <laughs> yeah, if were you scared at all? No. Scared of the film? No. Scared that we were going to die in a blizzard? Yes. I was definitely <laughs> a little nervous about getting killed. Uh, you know, I had told him, I, I think I might even said, I think we're going to be a part of the Evil Dead if we keep going, but we did. <laughs> and we went to see that film. We actually watched it twice. In the theater because they let us because no one was in there and uh, yes by the time we got to the, uh, our car four hours later it was buried <laughs> so awesome. it, was, it, was, it was good 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 times good times um, bounty boom very generous friend of the show he did something really cool for the Patreon members he drops an outstanding five dollars super chat says good morning I left a surprise for our Patreon members so I'm going to do a, dra- a drawing later on and yes yeah, speaking of drawings uh, I am going to be uh, generating the first bunch of winners uh i'm giving my my mrs boomstick my brother neo mental and i are giving away over eighteen hundred dollars worth of prizes in the first week of november Uh, of course that includes playstation 5 digital digital edition with miles morales also an xbox series x we're also giving away uh um, uh, a dual sense controller we're also giving away um an Xbox Series X controller, and 10 digital copies of your choice of games. And, of course, that's one winner per game uh, for the PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X. Uh, You just let me know what game you want once the winners are picked, and I will uh, send that right out to you via email or DM. And, like I said, I'll be picking those winners uh, sometime next week. But we're going to start off with the controllers. We're going to work our way through the 10 games. And, of course, then by the end of the week, we'll be announcing who the big winners. uh, And those winners are going to come from uh, either being a Patreon member or being a channel supporter. And, um, obviously, if you are both, uh, you get two entries. Uh, So we'll be making those announcements later next week. Uh, But, you know, um, let's get to... uh, my very good friend, Joe. Uh, Joe, when, when you talk about PlayStation VR, it is a major part of Sony. And yeah. I, I think I think that it is a, a big part of Sony, as a matter of fact. Oh, wait, hold on. Before I get to you, slow-mo backslap. Thank you for jumping in, brother. Super appreciate it. Yo, what's up, guys? How's yeah. everything? What up? Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, been pretty good. It's a, it's a pretty uh, eventful and a and productive Friday morning. How you guys doing? I got my iced coffee on deck, so uh, I'm, he, I'm he super excited. 
Well, <laughs> well happy to have you. We're down a couple of well, down a couple of panel members, uh, and obviously to get you on the show is always great. Uh, we're we're talking about PlayStation VR, and we'll. Uh, We'll get your opinion on in a second. So I'll, I'll just let yeah. you. Just I, I, I just I also just want to just say real quick before before Joe goes that I heard you talking about the the giveaway and just want to let you know that I I, I still haven't secured the PS5 as a pre order. So uh, that digital edition, like if you if you would be so kind to you know you can you can you can pretend like you're doing the giveaway, you know, but just as long as at the end the end of the day, be like, oh, and slow mo backslap gets it. Yeah, 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 you know, whoever it get, it, you know, it turns out actually won it. Let's just slide that all out the way and just give it to me. But you know what? We'll, I appreciate we'll, we'll, we'll privately. Uh, yeah, you know, I, 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 like I said, I, I'm I'm excited to get these consoles. I'm disappointed. I saw a story that I'm going to be talking about uh, that was posted today about how in store um, PlayStation Five availability is does not look good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of places are already saying we don't have them. Uh, and that's yeah. wow, man. That's that kind of sucks because uh, hey, damn. Yeah, you know, last night, and this is interesting. It's like everything PlayStation related is really difficult to get a, a hold of. Last night, like it was about to go to sleep. It's like one in the morning, and I see uh, a tweet from someone someone I normally follow that says, "Hey, Best Buy's got the the Sony Pulse 3D headset available on Best Buy right now." And I said, "Oh, let me get my app out." Let me let me try to secure this. Uh, oh, you 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 had to do that, right? That's yeah, he, Joe Joe's been Joe's been through <laughs> a few other things. He's like, I mean, he's, oh, he, he's, he's like everything has been uh, going like sixty seconds. Even the charger stand was shocked the hell out of me. Right, that right. should be coming today. Oh, that's going. To- <laughs> yeah, I got my confidence. Is- I, 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 I okay. Bevin for best. Is a scalper. Bevin's <laughs> one scalpers out here. Yeah, I know. He, he got he got his his scripts running on these Listen, websites. He's securing everything in. When you're part of the PlayStation delegation, <laughs> you know you get some, there's some perks. Yeah. Oh man, but like I and, and Best Buy tried to implement some some ways of of slowing down the 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 sellouts they're only allowing certain stock at certain moments so it's like you get like three seconds to to try to secure your order and then it says wait wait a moment we're gonna have more in in like five minutes and then five minutes later they allow a little bit more i'm sitting there for like half an hour trying to get this this headset before it finally says sold out and i'm just like what do I have to do? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, it's, it's great. You know, Joe's got all of it. He's probably got like five PS5s. Five and- hmm? Four. Four. Nah, so I Four reckon we all do unboxings of them on the channels, right? Mm-hmm. But we all have to wear white gloves. Do a platform. <laughs> I, I, I only have blue gloves. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> At least, at least you got gloves. But you know, Joe, let's let's get your opinion on on, on, yeah. the, on whether or not you were disappointed by Jim Ryan. Because you know, here's the thing: what yeah. I, I listen, Jim Ryan, he he sometimes changes things that he says. So when he says that, you know, a couple of, of, of only a month ago that he said that VR may not be sustainable, uh, and then of course, and he talks about how yeah, it's something we're gonna do. I I, I have concerns. For mm-hmm. what they're going to do with PlayStation VR 2.0, I mean, I, 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 we have heard for years that they are, have invested significant R and D into it to make it wireless. So I would imagine that the next one is going to look like the Oculus in some, in some, in some, you know, form. Yeah. That we're going there's not going to be any wires hanging out the back of it, which is it's kind of something I, I'm looking forward to. Are you disappointed that we may not get this for a couple of years? 
No, I think we're, I, I think actually for the first time in a very long time, I agree with, uh, with what Jim Ryan's saying. Uh, it is a, a still unproven space. Um, I think the person that, or the, the, I say this very loosely, the, the group that's getting it the most right so far in terms of like pricing and tech is Oculus. Um, but I mean, there's certain back steps they've made because of Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg that has really, yeah. uh, really dampened uh, their, their momentum. Uh, so like the one thing that I think a lot of people want to get away from and I think where the VR, especially for PlayStation, is going to head towards is actually getting, making sure this thing isn't connected to a PlayStation. Um, Oculus Quest is a great example. I think it's like two ninety nine. Um, unbelievable. Yeah, and it's and it's complete. Like you know, there's some games that won't work on it because uh, I guess the hardware isn't fully there yet. But if you could also connect it to a PC and get some extra power out of it, for what I'm aware of, I think that's where PlayStation's heading to with the next iteration of PSVR, mm-hmm. where it is a, a more Vita-like experience in terms of <laughs> it's better support. In terms of it's it's kind of its own ecosystem where it's not necessarily um, hindered by you know the PlayStation, uh, but also takes benefits from it so i i think that's where vr is headed and i don't know if the tech is 110 percent there but if you're jim ryan what you want to do right now is make sure everyone is focused on the one product you're selling that's playstation 5 so when he's like yeah it's not this year obviously definitely not next year maybe the year after i could mm-hmm. see that that they could they could start turning that up um, but yeah, probably in the next two to three years, we will probably see another iteration of PSVR because it was uh, a bit of a success for them. And hopefully it's not a connected experience. So to me, I, I, am not disappointed. I knew this, uh, I kind of not knew this. I had this feeling going into it that this would be the case. And I kind of hope it is the case. Make sure you get the tech 100% right. It looks like, you know, PSVR still people are, you know, does are still supporting it. Um, in, in big ways. So as long as that support stays there and that ecosystem is intact when the next iteration comes out, I think we're going to be in a really good space. And I think what BitCloud said is, you know, it is about the, the, the haptic feedback. Everybody is talking about how, like, this is the next-gen feature. This isn't a gimmick. Like, I saw Paris uh, post a video of just, like, this is next-gen. And I think that's what I think they want to make sure they perfect that technology when making that VR, because if that's in VR and then you get that Tempest sound as well, hopefully that's also a banger. um, Then yeah, like the sky's the limit for, for VR. I'm a big proponent of it. I want it to do well. There's so much you can do in that space. And I I just want to play half like half life Alex. I just don't want to buy it. You know, seven hundred dollar headset for it. Oh yeah, I've yeah. Done yeah. That. Imagine, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Now again, you know, what you can say? Oh, no, I was ready to say. Imagine like those uh, horror games, Joe. Like yes. uh, with haptic feedback, you creeping around the corners, you fill the creeks mm-hmm. as you go around through the controller. Like that would be a new way of immersion, immersion in the yeah. actual game. Especially when we get into Resident Evil. I know uh, Boom played Resident Evil, right? The yes. VR now imagine you play Village or the next Village on yeah. uh, that. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I'm looking forward to? I didn't pick it up for the PlayStation. I'm probably waiting for a sale because I didn't want to pay full price for both. But I've been playing Star Wars Squadrons. Ah. And I know that uh, I know that uh, for PlayStation VR, you 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 got, you got the ability to play the whole entire game on there. So once that goes on sale, um, I will be taking advantage of uh, the PlayStation Five hardware and seeing if that game gets hopefully did get some sort of an upgrade from the hardware. Mm-hmm. But the 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 actual device should be be able to run. Be- it should run better and faster with the PlayStation Five. Uh, so I'm going to be looking forward to doing that for sure. But yeah, a game like Resident Evil Seven on it's amazing. I know that they've conf- have they confirmed a VR for eight? Um, not no, yet. It's still a rumor. Okay, so they have not confirmed it. Yeah, I, 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 we have a story on RE Eight because obviously this is this is a Halloween episode. But you know, before we move on to the next topic, uh, you know, Slomo, I want to get your opinion on this. You know, I don't know where you fall on vr we've never actually had this conversation are you a vr kind of a guy or is it technology you're just not interested in or because you have a pc that's where you get your vr because of course you could play something like half-life alex which is um, an amazing uh, an experience for you are you when you hear that uh, jim ryan has already said he's kind of like you know let, let let the gauntlet down if you will about vr 2.0 coming in the next couple of years we know it's not happening so we're thinking maybe maybe 2022 potentially 2023 that is a little bit uh, that's a little bit of a ways out considering we've still got some months left in 2020 for me i'm disappointed i'm going to be honest with you because i wanted the the vr to make a move into next generation right alongside the ps5 that's not happening are you disappointed I'm not really disappointed because I haven't really I've never actually experienced current gen VR like I played it, you know, when you were a kid and you went to the amusement park and they had that huge, massive, bulky VR setup with mm-hmm. the really terrible like in Space Invaders game that just looked like like I mean, it was just like, all right, this is interesting tech, but this ain't really for me. And it's like that has always kind of like stayed with me <laughs> even into now where I see VR, and I, even though I know like the advancements are are drastic from back then it's still just like eh, i haven't seen anything yet that makes me want to go oh i definitely gotta play it now now except for half-life alex half-life alex i do want to play because that is like a full-fledged triple-a experience where a lot of the games that i initially saw from psvr and and oculus and htc vibe were almost like demos you know like not not quite full game experiences but interesting interesting vr experiences that were seen somewhat limited and i was like eh, you know i don't really see the money investment and the payoff and the 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 the, the flip side of that money investment is a great great gaming experience yet i mm. think seeing things like vr like half like alex is taking it to the next level now we're getting on the same level as regular console and pc gaming now i can see where it's going i still need to see a little bit more because i'm sorry that that <laughs> that index that that's a thousand dollars to play one game i think i'm gonna pass on that <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you, I, I, <laughs> I can use that thousand dollars for a couple of consoles maybe a new gpu you know maybe a psu with that gpu yeah. something Right, unless so, all these companies got subscription services in their pockets, right. supposedly, like and, and I play shockless. 
Yeah, I think I think it's mass adoption for VR will happen when the technology reaches a certain point where it can be it can be sold and it's and and it's not sold at a loss, but it'll be at a re- more reasonable price. PlayStation is the most well adopted VR because it of the cost. It's not like quality wise the better one out of the other competition, but cost wise is definitely puts it there because it's it's affordable and i mean when making it affordable means that more people get to get the opportunity to give it a shot and for me until i see more games out of it i'm not really going to really really jump on it but i do think that we're going to see within the two two or three years i think sony's really going to go all in on it because i they Facebook gaming is definitely going all in on it. They're acquiring studios specifically for just VR, like Ready at Dawn. Ready at Dawn, since the order 1886, has been basically doing VR games. They got their, their series, I think it's called Echo or something like that, where it's like two or three games that they've made for the Oculus. And Facebook was just like, you know what? Let's let's just go ahead and put a ring on it. And they went and acquired Ready at Dawn. Now, Ready at Dawn is going to be an exclusive VR developer for facebook and oculus and so mm-hmm. you facebook's definitely putting all their chips in on that to, to get into that niche and to be the the one-stop system for it now i don't like the fact that oculus and, and facebook is trying to force people to make facebook accounts to play that's kind of shitty i gotta be honest with you. Is, yeah i don't yeah, like I that see. because if you ever i bet you didn't know this if you delete your facebook account all of your games go right along with it <sighs> that's re- so that's yeah. that's not good they've been getting a lot of uh negative feedback and for good yeah. reason for sure yeah. yeah i i i don't like things like that but then i mean that also presents an opportunity for sony <laughs> to to kind of like you know poke at a weakness that their yes. competition has yep. i think i think them not having anything ready right now is i see it no differently than microsoft not having their first party games not ready right now it sucks but then i mean what do you want do you want incomplete games at launch no i'd rather just wait i'd rather just wait and and we know that they're coming i mean for god's sakes they have 23 studios so you know what i'm saying it's only a matter of time before the games start to come out right right and that yeah yeah, i I see there's no different like let sony you know let let their vr games cook the longer they take the more likely i'm thinking these are going to be full-fledged triple a big you know big game experiences things that will really entice me to give it a shot and then when at that point maybe you got your psvr 2.0 ready to go it's more advanced it's definitely taking more advantage of the ps5 and it's hardware then hey you know that's an experience that people may actually really really jump in on and not just say the the two or three or four million that they got on psvr right now so i I think that's something that you know like yeah waiting for it i know we we hate to hear that you know but waiting on great experiences it's it's just unfortunately a part of the a part of the deal of being a gamer yeah well i mean listen there's there's a lot to play i mean obviously if they would have boxed out playstation vr and we had nothing and we couldn't use the uh, the old hardware and the new console i think that that probably is what's saving them from racing to drop the v- PlayStation VR 2.0, the fact that they have la- they have allowed for the old hardware to be brought forward. Uh, now, whether or not that's going to take advantage of the system, which I believe it should, it should mm-hmm. be able to use the power of the PS5 to help uh, mitigate some of the 
uh, the loading issues that uh, that unfortunately uh, were were there for PlayStation VR, uh, the original. So I think that that could be one of the reasons why that they're not rushing. And that's fine. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to play. Hopefully, the games look better, that they take advantage of, again, the power. Uh, but you know, I, I, what I want to do is, before I move on to the next topic, I, I definitely want to talk about... Um, you know, uh, you know our favorite horror games, but let me just catch up on a few of the super chats that have come in. First of all, Symphonic X Initiative just a very generous ten dollars super chat and says, "I would like to see walking into a movie theater in VR, paying for your movie experience and sitting with your friends and family in the next Marvel film." Or he says, "Movie uh, that would be a big, a big move for VR." Yeah, I, I would love to see that also. To be honest with you. I just don't know with COVID if we're ever, I, I got to be honest with you, man. The more this COVID starts to wreak its ugly head, I I, I don't want to say that movie theaters are dead, but man, I think that they're in big trouble. Like uh, the, the experience yeah, you're talking about seems like something that we would get sitting mm -hmm. on your couch that you yeah. could potentially team up with a, with a buddy or two to watch a movie. But it's sad, man. I mean, like that is Discord now, like to group up. With people across the world now, I don't know if y'all do that. Like I stream it, like yeah. I watch a movie like that. That would like, be cool. Um, yeah, like the movie. Um, I don't know if y'all seen this movie. It's called The Invisible Man, the latest. Yeah. One. Oh, that was that I've heard a great film. That's Dude, Bloom, yeah, one of Bloomhouse's best. Let me tell you, yeah. it was, it was an incredible good. film. You gotta watch that, Joe. It's incredible. But what's yeah. funny about that film though, and it's really unfortunate. I wanted to see the live reactions to that, honestly. Just like you know, yeah, hearing the people scream in the in, in the theater is always great. Yeah, mm -hmm. like like how quick do people notice like certain things, like him sitting in the chair, you just don't know he's there, or when he was like uh, moving her binder and people didn't see it, like in the corner, like you know that type of stuff. Yeah, but it was um, you know, it's it's crazy. And now Disney Plus uh, with Disney, Disney tried to be shady with the whole thing. They wanted like fifty dollars just for you to see Mulan. Yeah. yeah, it was it was it was thirty bucks. It wasn't fifty. It was thirty. Oh, I bought 30, it. I'm not yeah. gonna front. I bought it. My yeah. wife and I are big fans of that that era of uh, of of the world. Uh, Mulan. We loved as as an animated. I we love the film. I, I, I we've seen it twice already. Yeah. I don't feel like I was ripped off. I got to be honest with you. I was hoping that Black Widow would come in the same format. That because yeah, I'm tired of waiting. To be honest with you, but they are just. Really digging their their heels in the sand with with that, and I, it looks like like yeah. Wonder Woman, uh, um, the 1980, uh, 84 is going to be again. They're, they're holding out, hoping that we get a hold of COVID. Dude, I don't by the think time it's they happening. Do it, these these damn theaters are going to be closed. A yeah. Amount of just let them loose, let them go out. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's just, and, and it really comes down to like Disney just just talked about. It. I think like what what whoever just wrote in was onto something of like yeah, VR is a perfect perfect place. I just don't think they got to there fast enough because like Disney now is like we got to pivot to Disney Plus. Like this has to be we got like we got to pivot to streaming. And what that means for the movie industry is like. AMC like Regal's already filing bankruptcy. All mm -hmm. the big ones. Mm -hmm. AMC's like, dude. By the end of the year, we're out. Um, I think they're they're the next industry that needs that 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 bailout that I that stimulus, or else they're dead. Streaming and, service with VR yeah. support that's would have been perfect for them. Like a streaming dude. service VR support. You watch the movies, or you can pay outright have them. You know, you can watch them wherever else, but you can watch them in that cinematic feel. Just have a VR headset. It'll imitate you know you being at the theater. The theater was shut down like you normally would do, and you can watch the movie and you can watch them with friends. That'd be cool. Yeah. But 
yeah, VR hasn't really jumped up in tech like that. Yeah, I mean, listen, it, 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 it again. I'm gonna be honest with you, Mrs. Boomstick and I, we are film buffs. Uh, we we love <laughs> we love series, we love movies. We we it's our thing over the weekend. That, that's why normally I don't do like podcasting on the weekend because it's 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 her time. I do I do enough you know with the you know with the community that I still have to make time for home. You know, and and, and I would like to play a game every now and again. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what? Let let me just thank Fanatical Gamer too. Does he did something really cool besides dropping an outstanding and very generous final super chat? He dropped a Star Wars Squadrons code for the X box right into the super chat so uh listen if you won that if you won that from him throw your name up there you don't got to throw a super chat just say put it in the chat and i'll read it who won hey thank you so much fanatical gamer uh two that is very very generous of you we also have another super chat that came in let me see if i can find it or hopefully this this chat allows me to find it um oh yeah here it is um okay here we go we had, uh, yeah, Tommy Hatcher. Tommy, thank you so much for being here. But also, thank you for your generosity. He drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, does having a PlayStation 5 Pregnant Edition and the Xbox <laughs> um, Series X give me enough clout to have bre- to, to have breakfast with me? Listen, dude, you're, you're here. You can have breakfast with me anytime. He says, also, Xbox VR announcement 11.9. That would be pretty epic. I don't know if it's going to happen. Let's welcome to the program Crispy Bomb. Hey, dude, what's up, man? What it's is fired, up? Sure. I pulled, yeah, yeah, yeah. How about the guy that doesn't show up half the time? All right, no, <laughs> <laughs> no that's all right, dude. Shit happens, bro. We, we, all, we all do this once in a Shots while, part of the morning show, you know what I mean? You, you uh, you game a little too much the night before, and you just forgot, and that's just that, 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 that just happens. That just ha- listen, dude, no, I, we're happy to have you, brother. My entire schedule like that, we're late nights are rogue, just gaming non stop. And I look at the time, oh, it's three o'clock in the morning, crap. Yeah, exactly. yeah, listen, I, I wanted, dude, I wanted to play, I had loaded up, ready to go. And like an old man, I was I I went to bed before ten. God damn it! What happened to the good old days, man? But anyway, <laughs> let's let's get into let's get into one of the obviously this is being the Halloween episode. I want to talk about our favorite terrifying games, games that made you not want to play in the dark with headphones. Uh, yeah, well, we're, we're, that's definitely one of them. But for me, you know, the one one of the first games that came to mind, and I don't think a lot of people remember this game. And it was a launch title with the Xbox 360. It was called Condemned Criminal Origins. Uh, that's a good one, man. That's a good one to be scared. And I got news for you. There is a particular level in a department store. Where, and I'm getting, listen, folks, I'm not, even, I'm not even effing lying here. I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because, my God, that, that was a, one of those scary parts. You, you walk into the, the, you know, the mall and... There are mannequins all over the place. Horror or me immediately. But then you start to see one, like one moves, like something like you, the noise. They, they did it so well where a noise, you, you turned the flashlight. And when you came back, there was three there. Now there's only two mannequins. You're like, oh, shit. There's a mannequin running around. Turns out there was more than one. There was a boatload of man- mannequins running around. And that's when the shoddy comes out because anything gets close gets blasted. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> and that, that's a really good one. Um, the second one that I have to talk about, and again, this is happens to do with VR, as a matter of fact. It was a demo for Resident Evil called, Resident Evil 7 called The Kitchen. And um, it was um, it was if you remember the demo uh, of the reporter, it, it actually mm-hmm. takes place right after that and it just goes to show you like some if it's vr is done right it can 
induce you into moving with what you're seeing. So I was sitting on my couch and there's a particular part where something, I'm not going to say what it is if you missed out on this, comes rolling out. I lifted up my feet like it was mm. like, like I, it was going to hit my legs. That's that's how into it. And of course, you died because the thing comes behind you. And I knew it. I felt it like I, even with through VR, I felt it on my shoulders and it murdered me. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't a good thing. Uh, you know, let, let, let me go to um, uh, uh, I'll go to a big cloud first for you. What what jumps off the page as your favorite scary game? Oh, man, we're going back to PlayStation 3 and 360, sir. Nice. That's Oh, that's a, yes. yeah, that's, a, go. that's a good one, dude. That was the game that scared the hell out of me. And what's funny about it, when they got into Dead Space 2, I was I was already an Insta fan, but they got me with that too. But um, another one, and it came out for this generation, and I think it did come out for PS3 and 360 as well. Um, and it's very underrated in, in my eyes. I think it's underrated because of the sales of it. But Alien Isolation. Oh, dude, great. That's a great pick. Great dude, pick. They made the Alien scary again and i applaud that game for doing that that is how the alien should be it shouldn't be no you know this threat that you can just shoot at and, and be over no this thing was constantly moving and they even threw in face huggers yeah <laughs> perfect perfect game that's those are those are two fantastic picks and you're right uh, alien isolation uh, i i never beat that game i got halfway through the game was very long like it was extremely long i wish it, it could have been a shorter experience because there was so much hiding and so much terror. I don't know if, if a, a human being is supposed to endure that much in a game. Uh, I would love to see that game brought to VR. That game in VR would be pants pooping and uh without a doubt no doubt about that uh, that would, and you never know you never know that could come back at some point in in vr i mean why not i mean the game is a fantastic title but it would be horrifying to have that thing literally that alien like this sometimes when you're in the locker and you and you know that it's looking for you yeah like you um <laughs> like you have to lean back and if you yes yes looking at you, he'll notice you like you'll heal the tracker it's like oh no <laughs> so. yeah that, that that those are two fantastic picks joe let's go to you brother i don't know yeah. how, how many scary games you play because if obviously we know zemi only plays scary games with mr booms the and right. he gets mad when i leave him which i'm gonna do today by the way um what 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 picks are for you uh 110% um i'm right there with you dead space is dead space 1 and 2 are they're they're up there like they're tied like they're they're different type of horror but they both do it so well where like to me it is like alien 1 you know type of scares meets alien a aliens um where like they're two totally different you know, one's more action than horror, and one's definitely horror, but they're both equally so fucking good. So Dead Space 1 and 2 are magnif. Uh, yeah. You know, Resident Evil 2 remake, I never got to play those as a kid because they, they, they scared the shit. I was like nine at the time, so I wasn't allowed. Um, but at the same exact time, there is a game that I do feel like has... And, and this was a question on the trophy room, and I, I couldn't think of it at the time, so I'm saying it here. There's there's some games that aren't horror, but have those elements sprinkled in. Bioshock has that. Yeah, indeed. Like, That's Rapture 
has that there are elements of rapture like when you're fighting in, when you're in that one room and like there's just the spotlight and all, all they're like coming out of the shadows to like with wrenches to beat the shit out of you that <laughs> that messed me up and there's just they set they set this horrifying like just underwater there's no escape really really well that that game is is so freaking good but it is weird because like i'm usually not into horror uh when it comes to movies but if it's games if i have a gun on me i i i'll play you like that's that's what the rule is i have to have some form of security with me that that involves like at least a shotgun or a plasma cutter Sh- so. shot is always great especially in corridors because you, you if something is in front of exactly. you you're definitely going to kill him <laughs> you're like yeah and the, the the thing too about dead space is the one necromorph that doesn't die yeah and you're like oh god and you have to solve that puzzle so like super oh dude it really messed me up you know it, oh, it, it, it it's almost it's almost a travis it. oh, gaming justice cycles regenerator that yes guy. yeah mm-hmm. <sighs> fuck that guy dude it, it's almost a travesty <laughs> of gaming <laughs> justice that we yeah, don't have a sequel part two but he, he didn't he sacrifice himself in the first one like he like stood in front of like the i, th- I forgot what they're called the little flying one that like transforms you into a necromorph the little flying thing I for, I forget how you get rid of him in the in the first one. No, I know you guy who made him the the creator, oh. of psycho, the religious guy who thought yeah, it was yeah. like a religion to kill all yes. the humans. Yeah, I think he killed himself. Yeah, yeah, he sacrifices himself. Yeah, fucking what a weird, what a weird series, man. God. That's a, that, that's the game that you had to put the needle in the eye, right? If 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 I, if I uh, Dead Space Two is that one. Yeah, 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 yeah that, that was two. It was that one. Yeah, the needle in the eye is always another creepy thing. Uh, well, let's get Slomo's uh, opinion on this, but let me just catch up on two of the super chats. We have, we have actually, this is funny. We have Nuisance who drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says Outlast was crazy. Outlast is a really good pick. That actually uh, is one. It, it, it was I should have actually talked about that one. Outlast is terrifying. Uh, uh, Outlast two was more cultish. Outlast one was absolutely insane you're an insane you're in an insane asylum um yeah. but uh, uh Sloma, what, what do you got for your favorite horror game oh man look horror games are not my jam <laughs> I, I just I, I don't understand you guys that like to get like your, your blood pressure to go up to get all scared and jump scares and stuff i'm sorry i i may be ready to punch my tv punch my monitors some something jump out at me now typically i'm kind of like ah, i kind of shy away from it and for me <laughs> i mean like i think the <clears throat> excuse me the very first one i ever played was resident evil one right mm-hmm. and you, the, the very first time, like, I, I was cool with the game. They didn't really, you know, care for the controls like that. But back then, you understood. Everyone was like, hey, this this nice 3D environment, you know, it don't move or nothing. But, the, you know, hey, it's great. Then you go into that one hallway, and I'm just walking down the hallway, and the, and the dogs jump out the window. And I was like, I mean, literally, controller went flying in the air. I was like, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to play this. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> that good anyway. You know, you know how you start making excuses for why for why you 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 got scared and you don't want to play it. Ever since then, I've been kind of like, I don't really mess with these like that. So <laughs> I, I will say, and this is probably like compared to the other games, really, really like light. But I thought Until Dawn was pretty cool. And there you was know that, really, you know what's like, funny? I was actually gonna. I swear to goodness, I was just gonna say that that the two PlayStation dudes. Didn't say until dawn. Uh, until dawn 
is probably some of the if if you look at that game, it is mm-hmm. it's incredible. It is absolutely incredible what Massive was able to do. That game is probably still one of the best looking PlayStation Four games That's to one date. Their, um, their top is uh, tier games they've uh, done for sure. Oh, I just without think, a doubt. Uh, me and Bad Bit, we've had the horror of the Man in Medan, which was very mediocre. <laughs> kind yep. of just like really, yeah, it wasn't really that scary. The, the, the little yeah. hope that we're going to be playing today that looks terrifying. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely playing a little hope. I, I'm a big fan of Supermassive in general. I, I think their games are they're very much like horror, but then also they got that telltale uh format, but they usually are much more better, like better visually better than Telltale was. Um not quite as good as say like Quantic Dream when it comes to visuals, but I think their storytelling is better than than Quantic Dream, in my opinion. Um, but I, yeah, I thought Until Dawn was done really well. I really enjoyed the characters and just the, your ability to, like, your choices really matter. Where, like, you could have everyone survive or you could have everyone die. It's, it's really That's all kind of... Until Dawn, uh, especially, like, like certain scenes. Like, you know, like, uh, when you get to the Watchtower and you find mm-hmm. the flare, you can choose to shoot the flare or keep it. And you yeah, find... It's, it's, it's better to keep it. <laughs> it's much better to keep it. Yeah. yeah. I shot yeah. that early i was okay maybe that's just the you know way to do it you know you shoot the flare all of a sudden like you you fast forward like two or three scenes later he gets impaled in the chin by this damn uh what's the name like wow i didn't have the flare. yeah the, yeah the windigo yeah if you would have kept the flare you could have shot the flare and 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 like blinded the windigo and got away it's just like darn it that you know it's like those kind of things that you learn in the game that like it's a game that's designed for multiple playthroughs. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. The, um, yeah. the Leatherface looking guy. Yeah, I remember the guy in the little clown like mask. You find out who it really is. It's like a mm-hmm. joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's like it's set up so well because if you pay attention and, and you really explore in the in the, the lodge, the house, mm-hmm. you you pretty much can figure out what's happening before the big reveal. Like it's almost it's it's almost after like multiple playthroughs, it's like it's so obvious, but in, on your first playthrough, you're just like, What? What's happening here? They had to throw yeah. a generic scary civilian in here to, to explain the horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna say this a lot of people putting in the chat five nights at Freddy. That 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 is a that's a good that's a good one. Ooh. I See, believe y'all are talking about until dawn. I don't. Again, I don't mess with that. I need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's. Listen, you're you're gonna get murdered in that game. I, yeah, you get you get guns in until dawn. It's just that you know, against the Wendigos, is it? They they're completely pointless. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, absolutely. God, scary. Um, real quick, uh, let me. Oh, we actually have two people that jumped in here. We have uh, Chris Bond that got in here, and we also have Wow Dreadpool came in here. Oh, this is great. So. Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Crispy Bomb, you were here a few minutes ago. And, of course, Redpool, you are here now. And that's great because we get to get your opinion on your favorite scary game. Crispy Bomb, let's go to you first, brother. For you, what 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 jumps off the page as one of your favorite scary games? So I got a few. Um, and my apologies, you know, when it rains, it pours, and my router just decided, hey, yeah, time, listen, time for me to get, get reset. <laughs> so uh, I get it. yeah but but uh we, we got uh left for dead 2 um definitely not that scary until you get to the mall part uh pretty yes. incredible on that part and and if you're playing on one of the higher difficulties it is one hell of a time trying to get through that um and you are just constantly like 
where's it coming from? Oh no. Like it, it's pretty wild. Um, even going back further, uh, definitely at the beginning of my, my gaming experiences, uh, resident evil two was definitely pretty crazy. Uh, for me as a younger gamer, uh, definitely those things that go bump in the night got to your head. And uh, yeah, sometimes you just are like, no, I'm not doing this right now. And he had to shut it off. So that, that was always fun for me. And then I know a lot of people, you can become a god in dying light, but but go out at night at the beginning and tell me you ain't uh, you ain't running for your life, bro. Oh, dude, I, I never went out. Dude. I always, I, nope. <laughs> what a great pick. Because I, the first time in Dying Light where it turns night, I noped the fuck out so fast. <laughs> when I, like, they're ch- like, once their eyes turn red and like, I'm hearing them all around, I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. All right, enough of this game. Uh, it was you, fun I'll, while it lasts. I'll tell you a quick story. So I, I was, uh, I was always uh, going on that bridge to like loot it. Yeah. So I got caught out there at night, bro. And all of them just come out like they just randomly start appearing. So I'm sitting on the edge of the bridge, just trying to sit there and wait for the, the daylight to come because there's no way I can't jump down because no. I'll die. And there's yeah. no way I'm going to do all that parkour stuff with what not one of these things. These things could jump, you know, God knows high. Yeah. And, yeah. and they mm-hmm. run, they run at you so fast. So I'm just literally just sitting there like, okay, well, I could see where they're looking and everything. No, yeah. I, I just moved this tiny little bit. All of them just come at me. I'm like, I'm jumping into the water, baby. <laughs> nope, you don't survive. I'm telling you, you can't jump from that high. So oh, that, that, that got me. That game was fun, especially, you know, once you become a god, it's it's even funner for a little while, and then it gets boring. But at the beginning, dude, at night, oh, man, that game is crazy. Yeah, God, that, that, no. that's, that, that, that's <laughs> definitely a good one for sure. You know, Dreadful, before we get to you, brother, let me just catch up on some of these outstanding Super Chats that have come in, and we'll get your opinion on this. Effing Nuisance, good good friend of the show, he drops a very generous $10 Super Chat and says, Hey, Booming Panel and Chat, uh, sorry I've been missing your live shows lately due to work, but wanted to let you know that you are killing it. Can't wait to watch later. P.S. Don't forget to hit that like button. Oh, dude, thank you so much for the extremely kind words, and of course, thank you for your generosity. As always, hopefully you will enjoy the show. We also have Reggie Mobile Nine, a very generous friend of the show. He drops an outstanding $5 super chat, and he says, Condemned was one of my favorite games of all time. I was on the edge the entire game, and I loved it. Great show, family. Thank you so much for being here, Reggie. Definitely appreciate the generosity. We also have a few other super chats that just came in, and let me just get to those. We have uh, quite a few of them, as a matter of fact. Uh, thank you so much for, for being generous. We have uh, uh, Yodega drops a very generous $2 of a chat and says, Fear, Alan Wake, and Evil Within. All fan-freaking-tastic picks. I did not really enjoy um, Evil Within 1. Loved Evil Within 2 because it was a little bit more action. I love that. Uh, Symphonic X, uh, X Initiative drops an additional. Wow, dude, another $10 super chat and says there was a game called D. Can't remember if it was on the PlayStation 1 or Sega Genesis. Walking Sim, now I think of it. Um, but the sound and music, my dad's uh, giant cherry wood speakers scared the crap out of us. Yeah, but those, those. You know what's funny? You know, you talk about this is this goes to show you that when I was a kid, you you know, when you first get a car, this is this is an embarrassing story, but I have to tell it because he said those big cherry speakers. My brother Neo Mental Nine, 
you know, we we were growing up. We I get you know you get you get your first car. It doesn't have big speakers, whatever. Don't you know that we took this is wow, this is ghetto, bro. This is unbelievable. We took his dad's speakers, the big cherry wood speakers, and put them in the back of the <laughs> back of the car. And hooked them up, and we were like, "Yeah, look, we are macking. We're so cool. <laughs> yeah, we damn, and we could barely hear them, but the bass mm. was dope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a one from Game Over drops a very generous three dollars super chat. Says Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice, Fire Demon, terrifying. You know what? Let me tell you something. A lot of people missed out on playing Hellblade with headphones, and I gotta tell you, hats off." To Ninja Theory, because not only did it make you immerse you in the game even further, it really did make you understand what someone with mental illness, especially that form of mental illness, might actually be hearing. And the voices in your head, literally in your head, because it would be in your left ear and your right ear, are so they're both different and they're both talking to you at the same time. It was absolutely incredible and i'm hoping that that continues with uh uh you know the second one jesse darby another generous friend of the show he drops an outstanding two dollars which says good morning boom so, joe slow-mo and other guys well thank you so much super appreciate hey man we got a new uh channel member and good friend of the show he's been here for quite a while d block becomes a channel member thank you so much for that we also have viper xt with the outstanding five dollars super chat um thank you viper for being here he says my creepy game picks are blair witch which was fantastic dying light and a small indie game called the park yo the park was terrifying it is a bit of a walking sim but my god that is a fantastic pick i got all that all of the achievements on that one the park is a great, great pick. Uh, we have P155 3D1 drops an outstanding two dollars super chat says haunted house Atari 2600. My god, dude, that is going way back. Scariest game ever, yeah, especially if you're a kid. And a good friend of the show, you know him from Primetime Gaming. Uh, Tempest Sun drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says, Love you, man. Have a good weekend, everybody. Well, thank you so much, dude. And we love you too. So, Dreadpool. You are doing something really cool. Uh, you've been donating your time for a haunted house. So I'm sure that this topic is going to be right up your alley. What is for you your favorite scary game of all time? Luigi's Mansion. No, I'm Luigi. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you played it in the dark with headphones, it might be scary. <laughs> yeah, it's scary how much he screams. Ooh, 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 ah. So... I, you know, I've, I've got a lot of them. I, and my apologies, I did kind of oversleep. My oh, dude, don't even sweat home. it, brother. That's she came home and she's like, Aren't you doing your show? And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> you know, you can't. we held it down. Was, we did, man. we did a good job. And slow mo jumped in on the back end. So we, we are okay, brother. But we're happy to have you here, dude. So, um, as Crispy mentioned, Dying Light, you know, that was a cool game. It, these games really don't scare me. You know what I mean? I don't get that heart palpitation or any of that stuff there there's so there's a few of them that that are there and that's and there's there's a few of them that have a special meaning to me okay so alien ace i'm excuse me alien isolation was one that was one of those that was like all right you got to be quiet and kind of you know have to you know you felt like you were in there and then i just lost it you know it's just it just got boring 
You know what I mean? The, the premise was there. So I loved it. I loved the idea. I just could not immerse myself in there. And I don't remember if anybody else knows. I know old school cats should know this. MDK. Yes. That was a cool game. And then I mentioned this on Gaming Beyond the Box when we were talking about it. And I couldn't remember. And one of the chat members actually posted the name. Um, remember Grandma's Boy? Yeah. The the game that was in there, Sandal family for sure. (laughs) The game that was in there was called Demonic. That was an actual game in production. It was, dude. Yes, I, I, for somehow, I don't know how people forgot, or if it was just people that were, uh, that weren't involved in that time frame when gaming to know about this. So when I when I mentioned it, I'm like, that was a game that was in development, just development cut short, and they canceled it. And people are like, that was a real game? I was, yes, it was. You know, so I blew their minds. But the two favorite games of all time, okay, one of them's kind of because it's a humorous thing to me. My wife, and I've said this story before, my wife was playing Dead Island. I was at work. She was pregnant. And she's like, the house or the TV is haunted. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I think the Xbox is haunted. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? So I had to come home. I come home, and there's blankets across the entertainment center. Even the Connect had blanket on it. Okay? That is great. She, so she sat down, and she explains to me, because I'm like, you got to tell me what's going on, because I d- does not make sense. So we, we go break it down, and I'm like, all right, Take all the bed sheets or the bed sheets, the blankets off. So I go look, I turn on the game. I'm like, this is the game you were playing. She's like, yes. So I look and I start laughing away. She had online open for anybody to just jump in. So apparently this little kid was jumped into her game and was telling her to follow her and that he was right behind her. So, and she's like looking around, like, what do you like? are you talking to me? Like, you know, like, is this NPC interacting with me or something? And, and, you know, she's here. That is hilarious. I'm right behind you. Turn around and look. And she's looking like, who's behind me? (laughs) That's great. Oh my God. It's funny that something like that could, I mean, someone that's not a gamer would not understand somebody who jumps into that game. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's the funny part. Okay. So now the one that actually gives me, those hard WTFs and and you know heart palpitations when when you when it pops out is Alma. Do you remember Fear? Yes, Fear is a very Fear, oh, Fear is always my number one game when it comes. That little to girl that. could go straight to hell. I hate yeah. her so much. See what I'm saying? <laughs> see what I'm saying? When you mm. see, uh yeah, like like the first time you play it, you like. What what just happened here? You know, mm-hmm. like you go back and you're like trying to re re trigger that event to happen, and it doesn't. And you're and it's like, did I see what I saw? What was going on? You know, and then you get into the game, and it's like she messes with you so hardcore. Yeah. So yeah, I love it, and I hope they remake Fear from the ground up. That'd be great. I'm, I'm, you know, let's 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 be honest. The the mechanics are kind of you know old school wonky you know you, you're running with your knees up to your chest not you know it's not as realistic anymore as it was back then but i still love that game yeah the, you know what i gotta be honest with you you know i know that people are like well you know we want new games but you know there were there are certain series 
that deserve a rebirth. And I don't necessarily mean that they should make the game from the ground up. Sure, that would be great. I'd love to see fear done in 120 frames per second, you know, with, with Xbox exclusive dude, like with the no load times. And you're just like, like, just kind of like with the medium where you're like, you're entering like dualities planes of existence and shit. Yeah. It it would be, it would be awesome, but I gotta be honest with you because I don't think any of that is ever going to happen. I would be perfectly okay with having those games come out in an HD, you know, trilogy uh, kind of a thing. Like Dead Space, I was saying it before, it's almost a travesty of gaming justice that not only does the series no longer exist to EA, the fact that they're sitting on that IP and literally doing nothing with it. Like, I remember playing that particular game and, like, creeping around the corner because you knew you couldn't save until you got to, you know, there were certain save points, and you know that you had gotten far enough. You're like, I would literally crawl around a corner because I'm like, I know one of these things are going to be there, and sure enough, every time it was there. That's that's a series that deserves it. Fears another series that deserves it. Condemned is another series. I would play all of those games in HD remakes. I would pay full boat for them and enjoy them as much as I did originally. It's almost a shame that I don't know if it's ever going to happen. But if anyone's listening and can somehow make that happen, that would be kind of dope let me let me catch a few of the super chats so you have anything that you want to add there Dreadpool? i was gonna say i got a couple honorable mentions that sure. i really right. really truly if i if i could wish upon a star w- this is the series that i want to have come back okay legacy of kane and soul reaver oh great picks dude. those are the ones like you said for a remaster you know uh f- whatever remake remaster whatever from the ground up it's such a long time ago that they deserve better controls. And even back then, those were like superb games. And you know, they're not scary, but they fit in with Halloween. Oh, yeah, no, no doubt about it. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, listen, the, the vampires, sure, it, it absolutely works. And no, and those would be fantastic to see redone with new controls. It, it really would be uh absolutely fantastic those those games were were epic and 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 a lot of people missed out on those for sure and and the best version of soul reaver was on the dreamcast even pc didn't get the up upgrade yeah from from them it was it was actually uh dreamcast that got the best rendition of it go figure those those are fantastic picks there dread uh for sure uh let me catch up with some super chats and we'll get into the resident evil 8 the village topic and i know that uh crispy bomb is going to be looking forward to hearing that in the bit cloud as well because i know that they're big resident evil fans sikyo yumi drops a very generous two dollar super chat and says xbox series x value equals insane uh, $80 less than the rx 6800 uh, within Yikes! Uh, that's pretty. Well, I, listen, I I think that what you're getting with these consoles is nothing short of because they, they could have easily been three hundred uh, six hundred bucks. There's there's no doubt in my mind how they kept them under five is uh, is crazy. Four ninety nine. I again, I know it's a penny, but it's still under five hundred dollars, and that's ridiculous. Uh, Rain G four, a generous friend of the show, he drops. An outstanding final super chat and says NES was a killer console. <laughs> blowing cart- blow- blowing the cartridges can literally put uh, put put away. Yeah, I remember those days. Those were annoying for sure. Midway Seven Monster 
drops a very generous five dollars super chat says i could do horror movies i can't do horror games i'm not moving forward i want to get the hell out of there yeah I, I hear you brother definitely there but let's uh let's let's bring in let's talk resident evil uh, obviously it's fitting right this is the halloween episode uh we haven't heard a lot about what what capcom is doing with resident evil we've seen some werewolves we've seen some other bow's now again we don't know if they're uh if they're made we don't know if it's part of a new lore uh lore that they're going to um potentially uh you know invest in we know werewolves are real we know that they're coming uh but one of the biggest questions has been chris redfield uh, and it, it, it listen, I, I'll say this. I'm a big, big Chris fan. I, I don't necessarily know what's happening. Uh, and uh, obviously, I'm one of the biggest RE fans for sure. Uh, and, uh, you know, Resident Evil 8 The Village is set to release sometime next year. If for me, I think it's going to be and I'm banking on the first quarter of 2021 uh they've done that uh two times they released resident evil 7 uh in uh january of 2017 and then resident evil 2 just missed the first quarter uh, uh coming out um uh i believe it was in april if i'm not mistaken so they they, they like the first you know three or four months of the year for their resident evil titles i'm expecting re8 village to hit around that i'd like to see it in january it'd be one of the biggest games for me of the year for sure um but you know the the resident evil 8 trailer first was revealed at playstation 5's event several months ago and towards the end of the announcement trailer ethan who was of course the protagonist from re7 uh, questioned chris's presence and was shocked when he shot somebody point blank uh, basically they're setting up chris to be the bad guy which i, I cannot believe that is going to be the the fact but it turns out that that person that he shot may be ethan's wife mia winters uh and uh capcom producers recently sat down in an interview and teased chris's role for re8 and here's everything that they had to say and reveal so far in, in an interview with the world famous japanese magazine magazine known as famitsu um, and this is what they actually, let me see, let me get up to exactly where, what they had to say. They said, instead of intentionally, uh, bringing Chris, uh, you know, not, not explaining what happened and how he got there. Uh, they do talk about how Chris actually, um, after the seven, uh, after Resident Evil seven, uh, not a hero, the DLC, he actually has, uh, I don't know if he kidnapped him or just straight up took him, Ethan from the baker mansion and brought him to this area where they're currently at so i i don't necessarily know what is going on i can tell you that the way that they have uh, pictured this is chris is going to be the antagonist i don't know if that's true i'm going to be pissed if it is, uh for sure you know um let's get your opinion on this uh bit cloud you are like me one of the biggest resident evil fans we don't have much to go on we've seen a couple of trailers the game looks really good i cannot mm. wait to get my hands on it but what, what are your thoughts on how they are painting chris as a character well didn't you play uh yeah didn't you play as chris in resident evil 7 as a, like, a side character? it's called not a hero yes yeah i didn't get to play that but i'm guessing uh you clear out the rest of the house right all the um infected yeah. so more likely he's probably infected and um he's being mind controlled to bring them back to the mansion maybe 
that possible. Yeah, that's that might be the case of it. Because you guys remember his girlfriend um, had those mood swing type of uh, reactions where she like turns into like the mom, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if it's that type of thing where it's like the family trying to come back at him only instead of being the mom, it's actually the dad, you know, trying mm-hmm. to get back at him, even though he mm-hmm. died, so to speak, in the game. So that might be what's going on there. But you know, what if it's a fake out kind of thing? You know, that's why like I'm freaking trailer. Too. It's like, oh no, Chris is the bad guy, and you play the game, and it's like it appears that way, but you don't know Maybe the full story. Yeah, and then next you know, it's like, no, he's really doing the right thing, but you didn't know that at the time, nor would you know that from just a, a trailer that only tells you part of the story. So, yeah, I yeah. think, I mean, it's Chris Redfield. They're not going to turn Chris I wonder Redfield how long into a bad guy. Leon in this style. Mm. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, listen, th- th- I mean, if you're a Resident Evil fan, there's a lot to get excited about. I mean, first of all, the, the cast of the film is amazing. Uh, and we know we're getting all of the mainstay characters. It's not going to be like the, you know, the, the, the hor- horrific set of films with Miller that basically just ruined the, the they would, they would just act. Yeah, they're going to um, expand upon it now because uh, Netflix is also. Yeah, they have Resident the anime Evil. coming out, which looks crazy good. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome great too. Yeah, the trailer was absolutely amazing. Um, you know, slow mo. Let, let's bring you to the conversation. For you, is, is Resident Evil Eight? I know that you don't like, you know, terror and horror, but it's Resident Evil. Are are you going to be down with RE Eight, the Village, when it releases next year? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I look, I am a, I, I respect the Resident Evil franchise. I think it's, it's, it's one of the long running classic, uh, can't be touched franchises in gaming. It's been around since since the PlayStation One era. Yeah. It's, just, it's never going to go anywhere. I. I kind of like it. I I like the Resident Evil games that most people don't like. Like I like the Resident Evil Three remake. I'm like, man, they gave oh, me so I, much ammo. That four, <laughs> I think it's five, five or six times so far, dude. I love yeah. it. I, I mean, the voice acting was awesome. The the character models were great. It ran it ran extremely well on my on my PC build. Um, I got they gave me all kinds of ammo. Um, yeah, that's what I love. Ammo. Like, give me all the ammo so that I don't run out and I'm not running around some hospital being chased by things that I can't describe with in no way to clean myself with a pocket knife. No, that's not me. I'm, I don't like that. Like Resident Evil 2, I tried it. I was like, yo, where that where the ammo at? You want me to go under this little grate with no ammo? Nah, I'm good. You know, <laughs> I just I just can't do it. But like, um, but this one. It, this is what I thought, and I, I wonder if you guys agree with me about it. I thought with Resident Evil 2 and 3 Remake, I mean, the RE engine's amazing. But then when I saw Resident Evil Village, I didn't really, I mean, I don't know what, what, like, what it was running off of, but it didn't seem to be visually the same level as those two previous games to me. Maybe it's being done by a different team, but visually, I didn't think it was as good as what I had seen with uh, Resident Evil 3 remake. I mean, what about you guys? You guys feel the same way? I mean, I, I will say this. I, I think that Resident Evil 2 is a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, and that was done by the mainstay Resident Evil team. The team that did RE3 was different. Right, was right. One of their smaller teams. Um, Resident Evil 7 
is still a, a technical masterpiece. I'm going to be honest with you. After seeing eight, a lot of people, including myself, were like, "Wow, it didn't look as as, as impressive as may, maybe because it just it didn't show well." I I, I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I I'm I'm hoping that it does. It's also not finished, so I, I'm not trying to fully judge it visually <laughs> when it's not finished yet. But then it's still. I, I was kind of shocked that it didn't look to the same level as those other games. It's weird. A little bit yeah 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 like like they didn't do like because there's a there's it when you if you look into like motion capture and performance capture there's a difference like motion capture is like it's just mocap is this this is your typical mocap where everyone seems to be able to get that and it looks good for the most part but then some of the, the facial animations can look a little weird a little unrealistic and then there's performance capture where it can it can really mimic what real movement looks like and it's on a higher level also more expensive but i don't know what they're doing with Resident Evil Village, if it's performance capture for some of these character models or not, but it did seem like not at the same level as as what I saw with well, at least with Resident Evil Three remake. Although I, I I don't say it looks bad, but also some of those environments, if you think about where it took place in Resident Evil Two and Three, there it was kind of like easier to render. It's not open it's world environments as opposed to exactly seeming to be open, more open. Sure, right, right. So maybe with that additional memory usage and 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 limits to what the engine might be able to do, you're going to see way more detail in like a a a street corner or one yeah, yeah one particular street that's just decimated, full of zombies, and then and not too many things going on versus an entire open environment with a mountain in the background and draw distance and all that other stuff that you got to take into account for. So maybe, maybe that's what the issue is. And maybe like they're kind of struggling with the memory there and maybe, you know, dealing with the fact that this has to scale down to, it is going to be on current gen consoles, right? I believe originally it wasn't. Yes, I believe it's going to be on both the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and then of course it's going to be optimized and running the best on the PlayStation 5 and Series X and S because it's going to have no bottleneck issues. Which again, it might could be. I don't know where they were showing it. I don't know if what we saw was next gen. It could it could have technically been on a PlayStation mm -hmm. 4. It could potentially be on a Pro, and it could have been on an X. I, I don't right. I don't know. Yeah, but it's just by the sheer fact that they had to design it for the current gen consoles means that the game had to be designed around Jaguar, you know, old as dirt Jaguar CPUs too. Yes. So, yeah, so that that that's a drawback to it as well. It might be part of the reason why it, even though they're they're being more ambitious with the environment in the world, they still there's only so much they can do, you know. Yeah, no, I, you're absolutely right, and it's and it's going to be interesting to see. Like I said, I I if I, I put it this way, if it would have been releasing on regular consoles and I had to wait for the new ones, that's a game I would have waited for the new consoles because I don't want loading times. I I want the best graphics possible. I want the best frame rate it, because it's in first person. Definitely want a good high strong frame rate that doesn't dip, and hopefully we can get. Uh, for at least 4K 60, potentially even higher on the FPS, which would be really dope. Uh, and it really put that, I mean, but that's the kind of a game that you want it to run good, but you also want it to look good as well. So I, I wouldn't mind um, keeping 
60 fps solid 60 fps and then having everything in 4k so those werewolves would look really really good potentially scary joe how many copies of re8 the village are you buying uh just one from oh. a playstation excellent uh, <laughs> i don't know too much of like the lore or like chris redfield or anything i'm very new to the series like my first uh resident evil game was seven really enjoyed it up until the end where it got more actiony than anything uh, which I feel like is always a, like kind of the case of horror games. Now thinking about it, uh, but that said, loved RE seven, loved RE two, and enjoyed RE three a lot. So I'm definitely getting this game, and I'm in for the ride. But the the interesting w- thing for me is like I don't know like Chris Redfield. You know what I mean? Like I don't know most of the the, the cast of characters in Resident Evil. I'm here for the scares, and I'm here for like the weird ass werewolves and uh, other like just the weird atmospheric horror that, that they're kind of building with this one. So I like, I like, like, I love that it's in the winter uh, and it's, it's giving me like all spooky vibes. So I'm definitely down for this game, man. I, I can't wait what to see. I'm a blank canvas. I, I just can't wait to see the story, you know, kind of unfold for me. I'm an, I'm an easy lay. That's a, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen, there's nothing wrong with you enjoying what you're doing. For me personally, I'm actually glad that it's in the winter as well. It's my favorite time of year. I love the cold. I love snow. I love blizzards. I, I, I it's just it's in my blood. Unfortunately, here in New York, at least where we are, we haven't been getting as much snow. I'm a little disappointed. I almost want to move. If, eventually, we want to move upstate, like upstate, upstate where. We always get snow. I, I I want that kind of life, especially as, and surprisingly, you only want that when you're younger. I'm getting older. I want it. Uh, so hopefully that that happens in the next couple of years. Who might be jealous right now because it's snowing in Connecticut? So ah, yes, I am jealous. I'm jealous right now for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like my back. No, I don't want. I like I'll move to Florida. You know, Florida's gross. I hate Florida. I mean, that's true. I, I, uh, no disrespect to anybody in Florida. It's <laughs> like, come on, man. So many red lights. It's just the worst. Let's get your opinion on this. Resident Evil 8. Obviously, it's it's one of the next big ones for Capcom. Resident Evil 7 literally saved the company. Uh, people don't understand how desperate and how close they were to filing Chapter 11 in Japan in 2016. And Resident Evil 7, even though a lot of people were on the fence, including myself, I was a little question. I uh, had some questionable... Uh, uh, thoughts and doubts about it being in first person, being where Resident Evil came from. It turns out it was my game of the year in 2017, uh, and for good reason. Uh, for you, how excited are you to play the next entry? And is Chris potentially being the bad guy ruin anything for you? Uh, it doesn't because, you know, I, I guess maybe it was the movies or something just kind of turned me off. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it, you know, I played, a, I can't remember which one. I know I played two. I didn't play three. I believe I played four or five. I can't remember. It's like, it's like one of those things, like, it just got got convoluted for me. Um, you know, I, and now, like, with these next-gen consoles, I'm almost like, well, I haven't touched the the remakes. I haven't touched seven, and now eight's coming out. And one one great thing is my girlfriend absolutely loves horror games, and and this is definitely in the horror genre. So 
I mean, I'm just going to wait and probably, you know, just, uh, you know, couch play with her and, you know, you, die, should. you, 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 know, you could love him, man. Because, you know, she, she actually beat Blair Witch. I was surprised of that. Um, so I'm like, oh, you actually like these games because, you know, she's not going to be going to play Gears with me or nothing. So, um, <laughs> you know, you got to have one of those games that you could, uh, you could, you could play with the, the significant other and, uh, you know, having all those there, you know, that's going to be pretty cool because, you know, that's a lot of a lot of game time to be uh, getting involved in, and they're, they're definitely different in their own way. I'm a little confused on the werewolf thing. I don't really understand that. Um, I, are they like mutating into werewolves? I I, I don't know about that. Uh, Redfield story, not too familiar with it. Um, like I said, I literally I haven't touched these games in years upon years. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like it, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I don't know what they're going at for that, but I mean, it looks like it's going to be a different experience. So th that's what really matters. You got to got to keep reinventing the wheel sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, listen, I think they're going to be doing some real, real incredible things. Uh, werewolves, normally not the same BOWs that we're used to, but unless, again, we don't know uh, what, what they're going to do. Like right now, Chris is working for Blue Umbrella which, of course, is not the original Umbrella, which are the uh, the antagonists. Uh, I don't know who Blue Umbrella is. I know that he doesn't trust them the same way he did, of course, didn't trust Umbrella, but I think he's working in that organization to find out if there's any, any shenanigans going on. I don't know. I, I got to be honest with you. I get a lot of uh, Resident Evil 4 vibes from the village. Uh, I don't know because it, it seems like that, that Eastern European you know, kind of a, a motif, if you will. So I don't know if we're going to see a return to any of those areas in RE4, which would be dope. I'm not going to front. Uh, I am looking forward to see what they do in regards to a remake. I think, I'm almost positive they are currently in the process of remaking RE4, the same way they did RE2 and 3. Uh, that not that would not have been my go-to RE to remake. It would have been Code Veronica on the uh, Dreamcast. I believe that, and I think most fans of the series will ad will proudly admit that that is one that not only yeah. amazing uh, 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 RE uh, rendition because it uh, it starred both Chris and his sister, uh, which which was it's never happened before, and it and it's only happened then. Um, and that would be a great remake. It would that game was fantastic. And remember, that was a Dreamcast exclusive. So to have Claire and Chris at the same time uh, in the same game was dope for sure. Uh, what I want to do is I want to catch up on some of the super chats. I want to move on to the Spider-Man topic. You say, wait a second, Spider-Man. What does it have to do with Halloween? Well, they wear costumes, so I figured, what the H. Uh, we have Antron Williams drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, Zombie Ate My Neighbors needs an HD remake. Indeed it does. That game was a rare game that many people missed out on. Rare made that game, and it was fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, Viper XT shows his generosity once again and says, Best horror game of 2020? Bug Snacks. Listen, we were talking about that, folks. I'm not going to front. I'm looking forward to playing that game. I'm not going to buy the game. Thankfully, we don't have to because it's free uh, in PlayStation Plus for the month of November. And obviously, if you are a PlayStation Five owner, you will able to you will be able to download that game for free. Uh, and that's pretty dope. I got I got to admit that is pretty dope of Sony because 
I don't know if anyone's going to pay 70 bucks for that game. I don't think I would have, but I like the fact that I get a chance to play it. It's a little wacky, but I'm definitely going to give it a shot. So it could be a horror game in disguise. Who knows? Um, Rain G4 drops a very generous $2 super chat, and he says, Resident Evil Code Veronica is my favorite. Indeed. You see, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone loves Code Veronica, especially that opening. And a very good friend of the show, Ice Cold, drops an outstanding and very generous $20 super chat. Wow, dude. Thank you for that. Really appreciate it. He says, hey, Boom, good show as always. Can you ask BitCloud if if the PlayStation 5 does have full RDNA 2? I'd like to hear his take on it. I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone really knows because they have been very, very cagey of what RDNA. It has RDNA two elements. I don't know if it's the same as the Series X. A big cloud. Could you answer that question potentially? Oh, he's he's muted. Maybe he stepped away for a second. I, I'll answer it the best I can. I don't know. Um, I, I think that if they had the exact same RDNA two. Um, set up as Xbox because they're Sony, they would have shouted from the top of the mountains. That was true. It's probably mm -hmm. a hybrid. Now, that doesn't make it any worse. It just makes it different. Now, obviously, we are going to be able to tell later on what exactly that means. What 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 does their version of RDNA 2 have that the, 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 the Xbox doesn't? Do they do things better? Do they do things worse? I think we will get to those um, those uh, those answers once places like Digital Foundry starts running these consoles through the mill. I, I don't want to. I'm certainly not going to sit here and say that um, uh, at this point that it's that that what they're running is uh, is RDNA 1.5. I because I, I'm not a technical guy, so I can't tell you that. I can tell right. you that I don't know what we know that they have RDNA 2. That has been confirmed. How much? of RDNA 2 they have compared to the Xbox, I'm going to leave that to the professionals who actually know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, and when it comes to, like, that type of stuff, too, it is, like, you know, I see people yell about it on Twitter, right? You hear the fanboys, like, going this, that, the other thing. I'm not an expert on the matter. Uh, again, I, I, I go back to that dealer tweet, right? Like, there's some features they probably wanted. There some features they probably thought they could lose with uh, or weren't going to utilize. And so they made their own custom board. Both of them are very own custom iterations of RDNA too. Mm -hmm. So again, yeah, it looks like they ha don't have some features, but they definitely have features like ray tracing. It's kind of like when you compare an iPhone to uh, an Android product, right? It's never really a one-to-one -one because the iPhone has uh, or works with its own silicon than than like a Samsung does. So their performances, they're, they're, they 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 have their own different peaks and valleys. So they could be even like a similar spec, but again, because of that different silicon, there's different peaks and valleys to their performances. So it's really like this like muddy thing that again like it's really used for people to throw at each other rather than like yeah like really at the end of the day like do the games look nice do, do they feel nice like that's that's you know that's why i always come down on I, I i don't know much of when it comes to like the 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 inner guts of either machine yeah no absolutely um and uh i mean listen it's gonna be look both if you're getting both systems like i think most of us are or actually want to do 
you're gonna have you're gonna have enjoyable content for both. And 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 like I said, if you're a Switch owner like me, like Pikmin Three came out today. Guess what I'm doing? I'm buying an old game because God damn it, Nintendo, they always get me. My God, I just can't stop. And uh, and of course, the new Zelda game. Uh, Joe, did you play the demo? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. Yeah, you you got yeah. you got to play the new demo for the new Zelda game. I'll have an answer to you then. Yeah, and then I have a lot of editing to do, so I'm going to be yeah, using my your editing, but definitely get to it. It's, it's definitely worth it. But I, I want to move on to a topic I'm very excited to talk about. I think many people might be excited to talk about it as well. You know, Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, for like someone like Joe, uh, he 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 means he means a lot to him personally for very, very personal reasons. Um, and, uh, I, and, and, and obviously it's a launch title for the PlayStation five. Uh, thankfully it is coming to the PlayStation four. So the uh, millions of fans that supported insomniac games and Sony get a chance to not, they don't have to miss out because they're, and, and I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, this is this is we knew about this, but I, I want to just kind of add to why it's great news. We just had a story that I pulled that I'm going to be talking about on Monday's primetime gaming about how Sony has basically confirmed that you're not going to be able to walk into a store and get a PlayStation 5, and that they're talking about how COVID has affected how many PlayStation 5s they're when able to produce, which is why they're launching in only so many regions as opposed to like, for instance, and again, this is roles reversed from 2013. Uh, if you remember, uh, the Xbox One launched in, I believe it was 13 regions, and Sony... I believe it was like 31. It was it was almost a two-to-one kind of a thing. Whereas now in 2020, Microsoft is releasing in 36 countries. Sony is only releasing in 12. And then a few more, I believe, on the 19th. I think it's going to be another six or seven. So unfortunately... Uh, w w with Miles Morales, uh, if it would have only been locked behind the PlayStation 5, that would have not been a good thing uh, for both the fans and Sony because you can only sell it on the PlayStation 5, so you're not going to move a lot of copies. A lot of people don't like Spider-Man. A lot of people did not like the game, which, I, again, I disagree, but everyone's taste is different. Now that, that, now that it's available on the PlayStation 4 day and date, more people that will not be able to upgrade to a PlayStation 5 for a multitude of reasons. One, financially being the most important thing, because right now finances are very questionable for many Americans and other people around the world. But more specifically, because you might not be able to get a PlayStation 5 to play that game, which is... Uh, again, it's 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 not good. It's not a it's not a good look. But again, the world is the way it is. But I want to I want to keep up with the I want to talk about the latest trailer from Insomniac. You know, they took to social media recently to reveal a few things. Uh, first of all, they put out the Rhino trailer, which is the first uh, boss battle that both you and, of course, Spider Man, uh, uh, you know, fight against, and it looks epic. But one of the most interesting thing is what was the Prowler who was related directly to Miles Morales? Was he going to be in the game? Was he going to play an integral part? And yes, Insomniac has confirmed uh, through a comic book variant cover 
marking the first appearance of the Prowler for the upcoming PlayStation 4 slash PlayStation 5 title. And it is the Prowler in the classic Spider-Man villain. And we know we know who the Prowler is. He has he is as classic for Spider-Man as someone like Doc Ock or or or, or Mysterio. He is Maybe he hasn't had. Maybe a lot of people don't even know who he is. But obviously, he is in fact related directly to Miles Morales. And uh, while the Prowler will likely be the central character in narrative for Miles, um, is he is certainly not the only vi uh, villain in the game. We know that the Tinkerer has been confirmed. He's a gadget wheeling villain. We also know that you're going to have the Rhino. I don't know if past the one boss battle what we're going to get with him. But I definitely want to talk about the trailer. And I'm going to go to Joe first on this because, Joe, you are one of the biggest Spider-Man, more specifically Miles Morales fans. Um, how excited were you to not only see the new Rhino trailer, but the new information that dropped today that you talked about? What are what are the fans getting? Man, you're getting it all. This is like all you were talking about. I'm, I'm amping myself up because I'm watching, I'm watching the Into the Spider-Verse suit trailer. Where someone has put "What's Up, Danger" uh, over the trailer, and you're just getting it all, man. Like this is—Insomniac don't miss, man. Like this is—they just don't. Yeah, and like, look, COVID sucks, right? It's it's affecting all different types, and I, and maybe we get to it, but maybe we don't. But like, it's affecting it's affecting how games are going to be shipped. I think Best Buy just announced recently that like they're like if you want a next gen console it's through the website yes like, it's it won't getting, be there and, and do it yeah that's that yeah, sucks it, it's getting really bad so you know like we're, we're back at where we were in march people need to escape man and so i i like i tell everybody please 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 get this digitally you know i was on the bandwagon for a very very long time and i think today it really i'm off it of just like, man, I wish this was a PlayStation 5 exclusive, but now I don't care. Go out there, wherever console, it's PS4, PS5. We have a, a giveaway right now. We literally just announced it. Uh, follow us at PS Trophy Room. Get a chance to win a copy of Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's seriously, this is just, it's just awesome. It's just special. It's awesome to see Miles really get in the spotlight, having his own game man having it having having his story be shared with even more people on the back of what has been what is my favorite movie of all time favorite superhero film favorite animated film uh it's just it's awesome all of this is awesome i got it's amazing <laughs> that's all i got for you could you say i mean obviously right right now i mean it's, it's a great time to be a marvel fan a lot, lot of stuff to get excited about i mean obviously we should have already had the loki series uh yeah. uh, uh falcon and the winter shoulder we should have had uh, we are at least getting wandavision which is going to lead in, into some potentially serious multiverse related content uh obviously with dr strange coming we're hearing that we're going to get all three spider-men back we're gonna get, uh, you know, we're gonna get Andrew Garfield to be in there. We're gonna get uh, Toby Maguire to come back, which is sounds just dope. Dude, what if, like, what if they really do what, like, like I really hoping they're looking at what DC's doing with Batman and going. I think they are. I absolutely think yeah. they are. Yeah, I, I, I need Tom Holland in the MCU. I'm gonna, and, and I, I'm gonna throw a Spider-Man out there that no one remembers. Uh, this, folks, you don't remember this because you're not as old as me. But if you are. 
as old as me. And you remember the electric company from the 70s. Oh, okay, here we go. That's right. Now, did you know? Here's a, here's a little bit of a, a fact that there was a Spider-Man that used to be on that show. That, you know, he would show, he'd fight like, you know, letters and stuff because it was a learning show. But did you know who was the man behind the mask on no. the electric company from the 70s? Morgan mm -hmm. Freeman was said man that played Spider-Man. Really? Right. So I would love to. Could you imagine if wow. <laughs> ridiculous if Morgan Freeman dons the dons the Spider-Man outfit in the multiverse of madness from the electric company? Get it done, Marvel. Let's, let's go. listening. That would be pretty dope. That was that was a really way back. What? Right. Just Morgan Freeman and Spider-Man. Like, I like to tell you that the Green Goblin fought the good fight and got away. He didn't speak. He didn't speak. There was no there was no there was no voice from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. The thing would pop over his head like in a comic book, but it was still dope well, that Morgan Freeman was the original Spider-Man from the election in the 70s. Sorry. That is kind of dope. Uh, you know, Big Cloud, are you back? I mean, uh, are you back, brother? He is still muted. Okay, so you know what? What we're gonna do is we're gonna move on to uh slow-mo. Slow-mo. You, I know that you don't have a PlayStation. Uh, hopefully, you could win one. You, who knows? Who knows? We, we, we'll talk about that privately. But well, I, I still have my PlayStation 4. I actually, and I actually did just secure. Shout out to Jay Bari out there who uh, saw my tweet about how I missed out. Um, what I said earlier about missing out on the Pulse 3D headset. Jay Bari uh, saw that Walmart has some stock and, and sent me a link to it. Oh, so I finally. Finally got that Pulse 3D headset. Now I'm just wow, working dope, on that dope, PlayStation dope. 5. You know, like I, I do, I still got my PS4, and I'm about to hold on to it until until I can get the uh, the next gen PlayStation. But yeah, um, are um, you gonna play Miles Morales? Because obviously you can move it from one to the other, or are you just? Yeah, gonna I mean, I, 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 I mean, I really want to play on the PlayStation 5. But if, I, if, if I can't get one before it comes out, then I guess I gotta do what I gotta do because I hate like spoilers. I hate people be like, "Oh, did you see that part?" Did you see that? Like, uh, no, I didn't like, see oh, it. No, you've ruined my life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so I probably would just go ahead and play it on my, you know, outdated piece of crap PlayStation over here. You know, but it, it, it is what it is. Um, I do like Prowler. Being stop it, stop it, <laughs> stop it, Joey. Yeah, there we go. He's got the blue glove. I gotta, oh, I gotta, so I gotta get him, you know, normal. But we're, I'm as you guys talk, I, we're doing a little unboxing on the show, you know. Oh, Gregory, great, great. unboxing within a podcast within a live stream, yeah. Um, but no, I, I, I like. Fantastic. I, I I don't know if I could wait. Like I'm not waiting on Watch Dogs because I'm a big Ubisoft fan. I don't know. So I don't know if I could wait for Spider-Man Miles Morales just just because I'm I'm worried for people that really want a PS5 slow mo. If you're mm -hmm. going to be able to get one in 2020, that you're not going to get beat over the head with, with with scalping prices. Oh no, I refuse to endorse scalpers. Like I, I I'm a firm believer that scalpers wouldn't be so so. Uh, invested in scalping this these uh these consoles and this kind of product if people wouldn't just break down and spend like double the three times the price yeah, for I, that I, console yeah. nope. like nope. if you don't do that then the scalpers were like well i just bought all this additional you know inventory for no reason and i'm not getting the what the the return on investment that i thought i'd be getting and so they wouldn't do it but you know like i i i refuse to spend that much i'm i'm gonna 
I, I want a digital PS5, and I'm going to spend the the retail cost of what that digital yeah, PS5 spend, is for. It. You want to spend, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But they talk about Spider-Man One Prowler, great character. Um, the the to get into to put my nerd hat on the the Earth Six One Six, which is the regular Marvel Universe right, comic that's universe, that's one that we go to first. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's a different Prowler. Um, I think his name was he was still still a black dude. I think his name was Dwayne Brown. I think, but different different Prowler. Still a cool character. The the one in um the one for the Ultimate Universe, the Miles Morales Prowler is Aaron Davis, which is of course his uncle, which we all saw from the actual movie. And I think he's a really really cool character. I'm glad that he's going to be in the game because that I mean why not why not have a really good villain in the game no other really spider character really has a a family member that is an antagonist you know so to speak so it's it's going to be awesome i can't wait to like look at look at bad bit over here yeah (laughs) he's ready he's 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 definitely ready for the sony experience um and he's got all his stuff ready yeah i i'm with you brother I, i i don't know i mean listen hopefully you can find a way to secure one I, I, I'm a little disappointed with Sony the way they handled it. Um, I, I, to be honest, it, it was a botched um, uh, pre-order. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was the Wild West. Let's call it, let's call a spade a spade. It was the Wild West. I was lucky to get one, and it's funny. I only got one literally by the seat of my pants because I happened to be going into GameStop, and as I jumped in there, like, oh, they just went live. Uh, Craig, do you want to? Uh, pre-order. Whoa! whoa we, I, I thought they weren't going to do it to the the next day or the day after that. So of course I pre-ordered it, and thankfully Mrs. Boom uh, was able to pre-order the digital edition, which we're giving away. So we did we did secure two because I'm buying the disc version. I don't want to be painted into a corner because I have a lot of discs. And Mrs. Boom was able to get online and secure the digital one for our giveaway, which I'm glad that we were able to do that because someone's going to win one. And thanks to my brother, we were able to get our hands on a second Series X, which we're giving away as well. So at least I don't have to send someone the money and then send them out to go get them themselves. Whoever wins, which we'll announce next week, is actually going to get the console as soon as we get it. Uh, We're going to send it out two-day air. Whatever it costs us to ship it, we're going to ship it. And uh, whoever wins Two-day, you know, you don't have to do two-day to send to me. You're in New York. I mean, yeah. so I mean, you could just do it. You're just regular ground. You'll get it the, day. You'll get it the next yeah. day. Okay, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, listen, let's let's get um uh um Bitcloud. Uh, are you there yet, brother? Maybe he's having some technical issues. So crispy bomb, you um obviously have talked about this that you want to play Miles Morales. Thankfully. Uh, if you decide to uh, pick up that PlayStation 4, as you said from your buddy, uh, that you will be able to do that. Is is this a game that you're looking forward to? You get, but did you get a chance to see the new trailer? I did not. Um, I am familiar with the Prowler, so you know it's uh, an interesting uh, take because you know they they still have so many villains they haven't really even shown yet, and. I'm sure they're going to bring some stuff in. I, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted by a bad bit over here, but <laughs> with his hand waves with the blue gloves, like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, it's definitely a game. I, I, uh, I am looking forward to just like Ghost of Tsushima, you know, and you never know, you know, I could get so invested in these games as they come out uh, next gen. I, I pick up a PS five, um, 
You know, it's uh it's one of those things that it's an icon. Um it is Marvel, the face of Marvel. So it, it's gonna be interesting. I did I I'm seeing a lot of that about the uh the PS5, like having like botch pre-orders and stuff like that. I know Xbox has had a few, I haven't seen quite as many. It's a little disheartening because I, I think we're all looking for our, our own escape, especially uh, for PlayStation gamers. I mean, if they, they actually got the pre-order and then got that email saying, no, nah, you're not getting one. I mean, that's that's pretty uh, that hurts the feels a little bit. So yeah. I, I'm actually like, you know, I'm going to try to get it in in person at my Series X. Uh, you know, I got a Best Buy. I got a couple of game stops near me. I, you know. I gotta if I gotta go to each one and, and take the day off, I will because it sounds like they're gonna have some decent stock. So you know, hopefully I get that either that or I'll just wait. I got a one X. I mean, all these games are coming to both you know uh, last gen and and the this upcoming gen. So uh, that's a that's a plus because I felt like if especially like you're gonna lock Spider Man behind PS5 and not have it available, that would have really sucked. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting, you know, as as we see more about it, and I, I'm sure I'm gonna look at the trailer and just be as excited as you guys. So, yeah, I, I'm I, th- I think everyone's gonna have a good time, regardless of what console you get. Hopefully, if you if you are in the market for a new console, uh, you will be a lot of the opportunity to do so. I think Microsoft has already said that they are going to. The reason why they didn't do um, a second round of pre-orders is because they were trying to keep the scalpers away. Um, and uh, the, from what I understand, uh, we're going to get a significant amount. I, I know that the, the Series X and S are going to have stock in almost all of the places uh, that you're going to be able to walk into uh, that are going to be open. Uh, and hopefully, uh, you know, people, again, if you want these consoles uh, you're going to be able to get them. Unfortunately for Sony, the PlayStation 5 does seem like that is going to be something that is unfortunately going to be very, very short in supply. If you didn't secure a pre-order that wasn't already canceled, which sucks, um, yeah. you'd be able to get in there and get it. But unfortunately, they have confirmed you're not going to be able to walk into places to get it. And that's that's not that's that's terrible. I, I understand COVID. It, it, the world is effed up right now you know what i'm saying who and and i think that both companies would have been better prepared if we didn't have covid i think the world we, we, again real world problems you know uh, people are dying all over the place and we're talking about consoles so obviously people are more important but uh it's 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 it kind of sucks if you re- if you really are in the market for a playstation 5 you're really excited to play like demon souls for instance that you can only play on the PlayStation 5. We know that it's coming to the PlayStation 4, just not now. So if you can't secure a PlayStation 5 and you really, really wanted that game, that's going to hurt. Uh, and I hope that people do not do not entice uh, these scalpers and pay $900 for a PlayStation 5. You could have bought for four. Don't do it. Just wait. Yeah. Uh, but let's get our Dreadpool's opinion on this. Dreadpool... I don't know if you're getting a PlayStation 5 if you had it pre-ordered or if you even have a PlayStation 4 at this point. But did you get a chance to watch any of the new trailers for Miles Morales? Is it a game that you'd be interested in playing? Well, back to the original release of that trailer when we thought it was a full-on game. I said it was a console seller, and I still believe it is. Mm -hmm, I agree. It's just... uh, Getting more information and finding out more facts about it was the you know a little bit depressing for for being so hyped up over like this is awesome and then you find out more 
and it's just not up to to what you anticipated it to be you know what i mean i still like i said i still think it's a system seller um it's obvious that however many playstation fives they sell it's going to be like a one-to-one ratio oh i would agree i would think so yeah i agree And, and and you're going to lose out on the the core base it's there now that they've established that's uh you know so obviously you're gonna have to play it on the PlayStation Four uh, if you if you can't get to the five unless you can wait it out. I am not getting the five just yet. I had to you know with with money and all that and everything you know being cutting down on my hours. So I had to like make the choice and I was like you know what there are other fans that are fighting to get this and and trying to figure out when they they, they can get their PS Five and seeing it canceled so i'm kind of glad i held off because i was going to wait till next year so the true hardcore fans can get their opportunity to get it versus the um the lucky few that could get it that could care less you know what i mean or the bots so i you know i want the fans to actually get it that are going to support them 100 percent um i want to play it I'm probably like I said before with with um, Ghost Oshishin. I'm gonna buy it next year. I'm gonna wait and I'm gonna play it on the five. So I I I, I make out on that because I get to play the the Spider Man on PS4. Nice. Well, yeah, you get to get to the seventy dollars edition. You get both. So and you're gonna get all of the advantages on the PlayStation Five. That's actually not a bad thing. If you missed out on them, there's no no need to rush into it now. Yeah, you know what the worst part is? I bought the system. That two hundred dollar system that came with it and all that for last Christmas, but I gave it away. Yeah, <laughs> gifts, man. Yeah, you know that's the whole thing. You know, it was for my brother in law, so it's like, yeah, do I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, can we just open it up? I gotta, you know, update the software for him. My wife's like, no. <laughs> no, give that give that away. Yeah, I mean, something. Listen, it's it's always best to give, and you you always you always get it in uh, in and uh, you know on the return. At least that's how I think. At least that's how it's been for me. Before we get on out of here, because we've already crossed the two hour mark, let's we'll see if we got BitCloud back. A uh, uh, BitCloud Gaming, are you there, my friend? Uh, he is not there. Okay, so he's probably having some technical issues. I know he's been updating his PC, so maybe that is what it is. Uh, let me catch up on some of the Super Chats uh, before we get on out here. We do the outro. Bounty Boom, very good, generous friend of the show, drops an additional, outstanding. Uh, $2 Super Chat says, great show, Boom. Have to go hit that like button. Yeah, folks, listen, if you're here, if you enjoyed the show, we had over 400 people here today, which is pretty cool. Uh, and uh, for a Halloween episode, I think we covered everything. Uh, our, our scariest games, you know, Resident Evil, Spider-Man, he wears a costume, so why the heck not, and what we've been playing. And hopefully you in, did, in fact, enjoy yourself. Uh, we have a good friend of the show, uh, Mariano Pampa, who drops an outstanding and extremely generous $10 Super Chat, says, finally able to catch Breakfast of Boom Live, awesome panel and show Boom. Also, congrats on the success, Joe uh, you pulled a third headset video. Uh, everyone have a safe Halloween. Yes, indeed, you too. And and Joe's been yeah, Joe's been cranking out the content for sure. So if you are looking for good quality uh, uh, PlayStation content that is not driven by hate, by not driven by narrative, that's simply driven by someone who enjoys playing game. The Trophy Room is your spot. And we'll get into your outro in a second. We have Stubbs Gaming who's recovering from knee surgery. Hopefully, you got those staples out and you will be. Uh, on your road to recovery very soon, Stubbs. He drops an outstanding $2 Super Chat. Thank you for that. So, Joe, we'll start with you on the outros. Speaking yeah. of 
trophy room. You did a rebranding. You you, you 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 know you let us see that incredible new intro that was uh un unbelievable to be honest with you. Um, and uh, once you talk about trophy room, where people could find you on social media, and where could people pop by and check out the outstanding number one PlayStation show on YouTube? You know what? That's yeah. Yeah, second to back to BitCloud. Yeah, I'll I'll agree to that. Um, <laughs> yeah. no, you, first off, Stubbs, your knee. I hope it's it's doing a lot better. My my mother actually had like knee replacement surgery about like a year and a half ago. It's it that is always a real son of a bitch of a surgery. So I hope you're doing all right and and you're making making the best of it. Um, and playing plenty of games as well. Uh, what I mean making the best best of it um yeah you can find the trophy room a playstation show over there on youtube um it's where we talk about the latest and greatest of playstation each and every week we have uh two unboxings we unbox the dual or sorry the dual sense controller that i'm holding here and we also unbox the uh the headset that you get the pulse 3d headset uh next week we'll be doing a review on that headset we'll be doing a review on the steel series arctis 7p headsets uh so go over to youtube over at the trophy room to check that out uh you can check out the trophy room podcast out over there as well or you can check out the trophy room podcast over at apple podcast spotify google play wherever you get your rss feeds and you can follow the show at ps trophy room we just announced we're doing a spider-man miles morales giveaway it's literally the the just the most recent uh tweet all you got to do is like retweet follow the trophy room all that stuff and you're uh you're enrolled to win and we're going to be announcing a winner on the fifth so there you go well, thank you for being here as always, brother. And hopefully, yes, hopefully somebody wins that uh, that that Miles Morales giveaway. And uh, and then, again, support the trophy room. Uh, he's uh, doing great work over there. Question, question yes. for you, Boom. Should I do an unboxing of this little little baby remote I just opened? I, I would because I have that picked up as well. I mean, I think people want to see it. I think that look, I'm going to be honest with you. I have both um, pre-ordered. I have both the Xbox Series X remote as well as that one. I absolutely, to be honest, would you like the PlayStation one more because of the dedicated buttons for Netflix, yeah. for Hulu, for everything? I think that'd be actually not a bad unboxing because people, mm -hmm. it's not expensive. It's not an expensive uh, con uh, controller. And if you are going to use your PlayStation 5 as, as besides being your gaming system to get to these other services, the touch of the button is always fantastic. So, yeah, I would definitely do that for sure. Um, and uh, Crispy Bomb, we'll go to you next, brother. You are, have been busy. Not only are you on Breakfast with Boom each and every week, you are on a couple of other programs. And we know that, that the next podcast has returned, will be making its return hopefully sooner than later. And, of course, Retro Renegades is always a place that people should stop by and support Jay uh, and those gentlemen over there. Do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone about those programs. But also, where could people reach out to you on social media? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Sorry I was late, but hey, stuff happens. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, morning podcasts, you know how it goes with these gamers over here. Not <laughs> at Crispy Bomb on Twitter, Crispy Bomb 28 Xbox Live. Yes, you can find me on Retro Renegade, 7 p.m. Tuesday nights. Uh, this week, we'll 
I will be a guest, and I believe somebody else here on uh, Gaming After Dark. Indeed, with, yes. with Mr. Noof and Titan Drago and the Mag. So that should be a, a hoot, as we like to say. And yeah, <laughs> next podcast has returned 7 p.m. Thursday nights. We are back, baby. And of course, Breakfast with Boom, 10 a.m. Fridays. Hopefully, I'm not late next time. And yes, I would like to say Happy Halloween. Yes, Happy Halloween indeed, for sure, brother. Thank you so much for being here, as always. Uh, we'll go to Slowmo. Slowmo, uh, you are you you, you has been have been busy yourself. Not only has your channel exploded, uh, but you've been team. You obviously teamed up with a very good friend of ours, uh, and uh, you know, Gaming Forte, and you uh, the tandem that you have going on with your show, I think is fantastic. Uh, the chemistry is there. I think you guys are making some big leaps uh, and bounds uh, for getting uh, people to be in that live chat, as well, of course, as you being on uh, with uh, our good friend each and every Wednesday. Why don't you tell everyone about the programs that you're on, what you got going on, and where could people follow you on social media? Yeah, man. Hey, hey Boom. Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, of, of course, it's always a good time on Breakfast with Boom. And yeah, like my channel, I think is doing pretty good. This uh, is definitely growing. Um, come check it out if you haven't so far. I, I make a lot of uploaded videos and just my opinions on gaming and as well as just trying to uh, show people some games that they haven't may not have heard of yet that are really good and, and definitely going to be games to to look out for on the horizon like i was talking about genshin impact a year ago when people didn't even know it existed you know stuff like that um dps podcast is awesome we had our eighth episode last night with game of forte it was a lot of fun come check it out if you haven't um watched it yet um, but I'm also on uh, Scumcast tomorrow with uh, the Ash and Luca and the whole crew, the whole Legion of Scum out here. And that's at 4 p.m. Eastern and also on Brat Podcast Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern as well. So, again, yeah, yeah, check out all the, the places you'll find me at. You know, also on Twitter as well. Uh, talking about gaming of course and, and and laughing at the foolishness that goes on <laughs> but you know it is what it is and uh you know you guys i hope you guys have a great weekend a great a great time you know playing games and not just uh playing corporations right so exactly uh, yes <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, we want everyone to be safe. If you're right. going to go go out, be careful, wear masks, you know, be be cautious, especially with the trick or treating. If you have kids, I, I don't know if I would take them. I, I'm just I'm a little nervous with COVID exploding. I mean, uh, yesterday morning in New, uh, in uh, um, Connecticut, which is close to New Rochelle, they were at one four, one uh, four point one. And now they're up to uh, uh, six point four. Whoa, in whoa, under a day, boom. so let me, I'm... Let, me, let me correct something in the chat because I see some people who were on the show yesterday that that's spreading some mis some misinformation. Mis in the no, okay, not on the so, internet. So, so there, there is people <laughs> oh. have been trying to get me to play Bug Snacks for forever, right? You should. It's free. It's and free. Boom! Stop! Stop! Boom! Boom! Stop! I don't want to play. But you yesterday. Stop. See, here we go with misinformation. We got you know, <laughs> Big, Big Cloud ain't been here for about forty five minutes. He come back just to bring to talk about bug snacks. <laughs> I'm not playing bug snacks. I, I love don't want to play bug snacks. I ain't want to play it when it was sixty bucks. I don't want to play it with his free Is PS Plus. Bucks? Huh? I, I don't know what. Like? I don't know how. Look, two dollars was too much for me. <laughs> I don't want to play that game. But Bucks. people kept get coming at me. Oh, it's free now. PS Plus, slow mo. Go play. But I said, all right, look, 
Y'all want me to play the game? Give me a, give me to one K subs. I'll play the game. Okay, that's a good, that's a good challenge. So let's let let first of all let's get him to one K because he's an amazing content creator. But to, the, the the extra sugar on top of this tasty cake that's in front of us could be the fact that he will play a game he doesn't <laughs> want to play. So let's get him to one K subs. They just want to see me suffer, which is fine. You know, like if I'm gonna <laughs> suffer, you know, make make it worth my while. But then Forte in in his his infinite. Uh, um, zero wisdom decided to try to up the stakes and say how much they make you platinum it, and I'm like, wait, Hold what? Um, pla- I don't even know what the trophy requirements are for this game. I, it's it probably one. It has look, to be. I, 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 it, it, it probably is, but knowing my luck, it could be eat one million strawberries as <laughs> as a trophy, <laughs> and it's just like you know what. No, so uh, like now there's this whole thing of 2K subs for platinuming bug snacks. No, mm-hmm. I'm not. What I'm not Scott doing it, huh? right? And he what? falls in love with this game. What if? What if that happens? Well, like, you know what? In some in some alternate multiverse, <laughs> a slow mo would may actually fall in love with this game, but this one from slow mo and Earth Six One Six. What you're saying? Happening. From six one six is not in love with bug snacks, though Earth nine hundred potentially. Yeah, Earth nine hundred potentially the one that had a head injury, but (laughs) (laughs) might might actually be cool with it. But for this one, no. I've heard that head injury is contagious. Watch out. Well, I don't, I don't know if, if it's going to be contagious, but let's let's get everyone out of here. Dreadpool, we'll go to you next, brother. First of all, you have been doing some great work. You're on a couple of podcasts as well. You've been doing your own, uh, you know, uh, own thing, which I think is very unusual, but at the same time intriguing, and should get more ears to it for sure. Not Mark Cerny ears, but other people's ears, to be honest. Uh, tell everyone about what you got going on, brother, and where can people follow you on social media? All right. Well, first of all, uh, again, my apologies for oversleeping. You know, don't worry about it. It's it's that whole work schedule. So it happens at times, you know. But um, what Boom is talking about is breaking bread with dread. Indeed. I I have it at uh, Anchor FM. So if you go to anchor.fm dreadpool, you can find all the places that it's all audio, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, uh, the uh, what is it? Um, Google Podcast cast box all that stuff there's like nine different places that it goes to so if you guys follow any of those places you can go right there or you can play it directly right off of anchor fm okay and um what it's about is we sit down i, I meet up with another personality we sit down we talk about the food that we're going to get ready to eat we promote the local business in that area and we start conversing you know what i mean so we talk about gaming we talk about life anything that 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 basically pops up uh, you, you know, um, um, uh, pop culture, you know, anything like that, you know, so there is no actual script. So everything's organic. You'll, you'll actually hear the waitress come by or the waiter come by and talk to us, take our order. It just depends on when I remember to hit record. Cause <laughs> there's a lot of times it's like we start talking and, and, and it's just natural. You know, we, we get into uh, knowing each other and, and talking about stuff. And once you start talking about gaming, it's all over. It's like, oh, I forgot to hit record. So, <laughs> you know, but it, it like I said, uh, it, we do things completely different and it's live in a restaurant where you hear everything in the background that's going on. So it, it's 
and it's it's in stereo. So I highly suggest you listen with some headphones or a good stereo surround sound. Uh, you might catch some cool little tidbits in the background. Mm-hmm. However, we do not chew with our mouths open. So there's no nom nom with our mouths. Well, that's good to know. Weird stuff. Yeah. Thank I haven't had a guest. God, I can't stuff. stand that sound. It's a I can't heat. stand that sound in, in general. So I wouldn't want to hear that on a podcast. So <laughs> luckily, everybody, everybody, I haven't had to say anything to. Everybody's been, you know, good, uh, good mouth clothes chewers, whatever you want to call it. However, I never have my mother on the show. She's the most disgusting eater I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, it actually pisses me off. <laughs> oh no, me and my wife were, were like that. We just can't. No, it's mm-hmm. like you, you, no, shut your mouth, chew like that. We're not cows, or else <laughs> you know, we can eat like cows, but we don't have to sound like them. Exactly. So, uh, and 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 for the foodies, we we I've started describing more of the food with what's going on because a lot of them are like. I want to know more about that food. What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? And it's like, okay, you know, so we're trying to welcome everybody's different tastes in there. So that being said, you can find me on Twitter, Dreadpool, the O's are zeros, YouTube, Gamertag, and Stadia, Dreadpool, all caps, all letters. And then every Wednesday night, Gaming Beyond the Box uh, at uh, 8 p.m. With, with the rest of the crew on Wilmy Hood's channel. We also do playcasters on the weekends. Uh, the crew broadcasts all time of day, all time of night. Um, their own, our own little things. We have Fireside News Radio. Um, so we all, some of us participate in that. Um, as Boom was saying earlier in, in the show, I am sponsoring a haunted house where I bring my products out there. I bring, and I scare the living crap out of people. So we do that, and this is the last weekend we're doing it. So I will be able to join everybody back on Saturdays, and, and you know, gaming out there. Um, we got Friday mornings right here, breakfast with Boom when I don't accidentally sleep in, and uh, Italian clowns. We all know him. He's got four guys with quarters. I help him uh, run along with Crispy, uh, where we do the interviews with with uh, studio personnel, actresses, actors writers i mean anything uh involving with gaming or pop culture uh that clowns is doing he'll invite us depending on who he thinks will help out with the interview best and uh, we go from there well listen you got a lot going on brother and everyone should support you for sure and 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 we're hopefully that you can get some more views on that new program you got running on because it is certainly interesting and last but not least uh we're gonna crispy bomb you finally got back here brother I said crispy bomb. My God, BitCloud Gaming. Thank you so much for being here, dude. Uh, definitely appreciate you jumping in. Uh, real quick, I want you to talk about your, your channel. Rolling into 10K subs, which is outstanding to know. Uh, another PlayStation uh, uh, podcast that I think people should tune into. Tell everyone about where they can check that out. But more importantly, follow you on social media. Yeah, um, nearing 3,000 followers on Twitter and... 10,000 on YouTube, which is big deal. But Unbelievable. Uh, look That's at this guy. Big man <laughs> on campus over here. <laughs> 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 um, no, good show. I had to step away for a little bit, so sorry about that. But um, right, great dude. show. Good talking to everybody. Dreadpool, Crispy, uh, Slomo. Always a pleasure. And obviously, Joe, you're in all of this. But um, appreciate you guys in the chat. Definitely hit that like button for Boom here. He's about to hit uh, seven. 7,000. Yes. So yep. that's just 
Folks. Love the good word, brother. Uh, you guys can find me at Big Cloud Gaming on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, and uh, 5 p.m. RGD podcast. But uh, yeah, until next time, you guys be awesome. Enjoy your weekend. See you guys later. Yeah, and thanks so much for being here as always. And uh, obviously, what I'm going to do is I'd like to close out the show with something that's important to me. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me. And I think that in this world, the way it is now, we need this more than ever. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom. Have a good weekend, everyone. Be safe and happy Halloween.